I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Bought a new bath, AK nigga. Wanna take shots? AK nigga, when I ball, I'm a ball King James nigga. Uncle Ben in my hand, make change nigga. And I'm out of this world like Tane nigga. That's a space ball. Man, I hate y'all. You only come around when you want to play pool in my hot tub. Ice cream paint job in the garage. I had a menage. I murdered the Vodge. But afterwards, it was awkward as fuck. But I'm going to visit as fuck. I cannot get it up. Eh, 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 eh. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Black Guy Test Podcast with your host Rod and Karen. And it is Tuesday, but there's no Walking Dead. Mm-mm. And there's no Justin. I know. Finally, I get a day off. Oh. <laughs> you can breathe. Yes, I can finally do the show. <laughs> so I'll just be ragging you by myself. I guess so. <laughs> we ain't got no gang back here. That's fine with me. <laughs> Mm, no more contrarians just running around the room saying crazy shit <laughs> oh they they out there they just happen not to be in the room today uh justin couldn't make it because uh he um his wife is sick um uh, it's not not serious but you know he had to as house husbands do you had to stay home and take care of the money man which i i don't blame him so we'll see him hopefully friday um <clears throat> but uh you know that's not gonna stop us from what, what one monkey don't stop no show we're gonna keep it rolling we sure is uh so first of all this is the black guy tips itunes stitcher five star reviews you guys should know this uh the official weapon of the show is the taser unofficial sport bullet ball and bullet ball extreme mm-hmm. and today's podcast brought to you by tweaked audio go to tweaked and make sure you put the code in TBGWT so you can get a bunch of free stuff. By free stuff, what do I mean? Well, I mean stuff like 33% off of these nice headphones. They got all kinds of different colors and styles, uh, different price levels, okay? Uh, you get 33% off. Then on top of that, you get free shipping. And you get a lifetime guarantee. These are the best Christmas presents you could get your family. Maybe you already have a pair. But what if you could give somebody a gift that would last them for the rest of their life? Literally. Like, anytime their headphones break, boom. Just send them in and get a new pair. Uh, tweakedaudio.com, um, makes a perfect Christmas gift. You still have plenty of time to, to order some and get them there by Christmas and have them waiting under the tree as a little stocking supper. Uh, stuffer, they don't have to know you got free shipping and say 33%. No, you just be mm-hmm. looking like you balling like a big ball, big dog. So make sure you guys do that. Uh, hook your loved ones up with some tweaked audio headphones this Christmas. Um, <clears throat> all right, let's, let's talk about just random shit. First of all, let's do it. I was listening because Spotify every Tuesday has like a section in Spotify and it's like called browse at the top. Okay. And if you go in there, they have like lists and all this stuff. It's really good for getting introduced to, you know, different artists and stuff. Okay. Like, uh, right now they have a pl- playlist called Hip Hop Hits. Okay. It's got Big Sean, Lil Wayne, Ray Shrummin, Shrummer, whatever oh, those dudes. Who was that? That's the people that make No Flex Zone. Oh, okay. So, you know, it's a good way to get introduced to different songs. You know, sometimes I like right now I'll add this list to uh you know you hit follow or something right mm-hmm. well there's also a section called new releases i click on that sometimes did you know um <clears throat> mary j blige dropped uh the spotify sessions uh last week oh shit yeah so mary j blige has uh i guess it's new music and i realized something she just ain't the same like mm-hmm. here's one this one is called uh therapy mm-hmm. 
rest of my days unhappy. Why would I spend the rest of this year alone? When I can go therapy, when I can go therapy, when I can go therapy two times a day. Not two times. Why would I spend the rest of this week so bitter? I like that beat. And all that listening is making you bitter too. When I can go therapy, when I can go therapy, when I can go therapy two times a day. I don't wanna be around me, and I don't blame you if you're blocking all my calls. Oh. And no one since I've been sleeping soundly. Between two and four Work is stressing me out And after all this time It's still never enough Why would I spend the rest of my days unhappy? Why would I spend the rest of this year alone? When I can go therapy when I can go so what you think about it? That's all right. I like the beat, but that that is terrible. I like that's all I like. Who about is it. this person? I don't know. I like the who beat. is this person, Karen? Mm-hmm. She's I, talking about going to therapy. Yeah, She's talking about pain. why would I want to be happy? Why would I want to be bitter? Mm-hmm. Why would I keep talking your ear off about my problems? Because that's why we love you, Mary. You yeah, gotta go back. We love you singing about your problems. You gotta go back to what you was, man. Eleven years I sacrificed. Yes. Right. right. And you can leave me at a drop of a dime all of my years. What? She's not even hurt. She she over it, Karen. Shit. Now you maybe want to hear. I'm not gonna cry. <laughs> she is over the pain. She no. I remember when she outpained Lauren Hill on Lauren Hill's album. Yeah, she did. Went on Lauren Hill's shit and was like, "Oh, you hurt? Let me show you about some hurt, nigga." You know. Now she doing songs. This this song is called Doubt. I said, I saw the title. I said, Okay, cool, Doubt. This means like she doubt that she should have fucked with this nigga in the first place. Right. right.
dude. What the hell is happening here? What the fuck, right? I don't know what happened. What happened, Mary? Oh my god! Like, so I realized, like, I liked her a lot more. Like, I haven't listened to a real album of hers, to be quite honest. In the since uh share my world my yeah, growing pains that one that that's one of her more recent ones that i like but a lot of her more recent stuff i i might have you know how you like a song growing, or two growing pains was 2007 it's 2014 well that was so you haven't listened to mary j in seven years right recently, now really. that now growing pains was the last mary that i rocked hard like i was like i rolled with I, that see i liked when her titles were ironic it, no more drama you know what I mean? And then it was a whole lot of drama. Right. You know what I mean? Yes. Like I, you know, like I needed that, but like, what's the name of that song? Um, I was just singing, not going to cry. Uh, mm-hmm. is that the name of that song? Yeah. You want me to play that? Yes, please. All right. That's on. the Mary I like. All right. Hold on. Uh, is it called not going to cry? I feel like it is. Hold on. Let me, let me search that. But that's what I call it. It might not, it might not technically be called that. Uh, yeah, it's not gonna cry. It's G O N. That's perfect. There you go. It was on the Waiting It was on the Waiting Exhale uh, soundtrack. It was perfect. Yes. It's a mirror. I like you felt that pain. That's why people loved her because this is the pain. Not that she could have had the best voice. Now, all the time that I was loving you. You were busy loving yourself. I was not breathing if you told me to. Now you're busy loving someone else. Eleven years out of my life. Besides the kids, I have nothing to show. Wasting my years, I'm full of wife. I should have left your ass a long time ago. Well, I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to shed no tears. And you know she was lying. She was crying the whole time. What? That's why I was good. Crying while she was singing this song. It was highly ironic that she would even say some shit like that. Because you know she was crying when she wrote this shit. What? She was crying? She The the words just probably smirched while she was writing mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not going to cry. It's not the time. Because you're not worth my tears. white woman she didn't even have to say it <laughs> you could just feel it in the like damn it was a white woman too he totally like racially traded on her everything she don't even know what happened <laughs> I am not, I am not, I am not 
it's all the subtext you knew them kids she was talking about was bad as hell earlier what you know what i mean like you just knew all this shit and that's the mary i miss and i realized that and it's fucked up but I, i'm rooting for her life to fall apart yes that's, that's what i realized today and it's fucked up like i'm evil because i just want the good music and i know that she had better music when she was dealing with jojo i mean casey's mm-hmm. crack fueled like ridiculousness mm-hmm. in her life and that's when she made her best music and then she got a better but man that was treating her right she you know became successful got off of the drugs you know and totally turned her life around and i'm like boo oh, boo this get back to the crack <laughs> what is this shit yeah because one thing about um mary and especially why a lot of uh black women women in general but a lot of black women love mary because it was like she sung from a painful place that a lot of them could relate to she just don't realize how many people played play her songs over and over and over and over again like help them get through situations because it was like when it comes to singing a lot of times it is about how you sound mm-hmm. but also it's about that feeling and how you emote and like i said she might not be the best singer i'm not even gonna argue with you about that but just the way she emotes it's almost like you could feel her pain coming through the speakers you listen to it and you start crying and i don't know what's wrong but i just got sad even her happy songs were sad yes like remember uh be happy that's my jam right here like it was meant to be like an anthem of like yeah we getting over things i just want to be a happy person but it came off more like longing like i wish i could be happy but that's not gonna happen because i'm mary j blige and casey is never gonna get off these drugs and i won't leave them i play this shit all the time this mm-hmm. one right here then that beat is everything mm-hmm Yo, y'all folks out here, this one you had to have like a 10 minute intro, just so y'all know. Song, the beat, happy as shit already. Right, I love this beat. I think it's remake. How can I love somebody else if I can't love myself enough to know? You wanna see, and all I see is me for you and you. 
me Oh, I cannot hide the way I feel inside I don't know why, but every day I wanna cry now, this supposed to be a happy song. She talking about she want to cry every day. That's the Mary I miss. Right. And uh, wait a minute. Before we move on, did she have a song she actually sung with KC? Yeah. Um, that was a song about sex, though. Uh, I forget the name of that song. but Loving You or something like that? Yeah, that song was all sexy and shit, though. It wasn't really sad. Ah. Like, that was on, uh, I think, What's the 411, right? Or... Are you talking about one she did just with him by himself? Because I know they had one with Joe to see. Right? Did she do one with just him? Uh, I don't want to do anything. If love and you, this joint. Man, this back when Jodeci was the shit. What? Man. Not no more. Them drugs, alcohol. I don't wanna do anything else. You know them lyrics ain't make no sense. He made that shit up on right. the spot. Yeah, he did. No way those are written now. Impossible. Yeah. miss her yes i do i just too. need like a, i just need like a, a child loss or something you know just some I'm, I'm sorry okay but i just need like a close relative to die or something so we can get this married back it's a painful yeah because i can't deal with this shit she's too happy uh, yeah i don't listen I this don't. shit is like i'm doing great and i'm doing fine <laughs> i was like get the fuck out of here <laughs> get the fuck out you're of like here. nope click uh all right we got news there's some sad news uh Uh-oh. yeah yep uh apparently there's a murder suicide 
uh okay. between uh like not known well-known rapper okay and a not well-known actress the actress actually played on uh shout the uh r to the edgy uh hit the floor Oh, that's that's their show, him and Nick Jew. Oh, uh, that's no, that's no, just his, his show. show. That's, that's right, that's show. right. Cause she ain't really get into it. My bad. Don't you put Nick Jew up in that evil? I'm, I'm not. Um, I'm not. But apparently, um, this rapper Earl Hayes shot his wife Stephanie Mosley and then turned himself in. Uh, their lost. Uh, I mean, then killed himself in their Los Angeles home. Oh. And what cops are calling murder suicide hayes friend floyd mayweather apparently watched the tragedy unfold on facetime oh yeah can't think of a better person to watch it though because i mean that dude beats women and shit so i don't know if he was there to help stop it or help keep it going Oh, what are Wait, you? What are you track do? Can you facetime 911 to me i mean I yeah mean, i don't I, know what you can do I wow mean, Someone calls you with, with this shit. I mean, I don't know. And knowing Floyd, who, I mean, if they recorded it or something, he might be in trouble knowing his ass. He probably was like, do it, you know? Oh, not. But, uh, yeah. Um, so the dude, uh, suspected her of being unfaithful. Um, and he thought she had an affair with, um, may have been, he may have been jealous that she had an affair with Trey Songs, the rapper. Not I mean, Trace, the singer. Trey Songs is new school Joe. Trey Songs, Mr. Steal Your Girl. Right. Told you that new school Joe. I know, man. I said, but I, I called this a long time ago. I mean, we played him on, on the show and I was like, yo, this nigga, or maybe it was Balls Deep, but yeah, he had a song with, um, motherfucking Two Chains. And like, I'm like, what is R&B these days? Cause I mean, the niggas on the song, like, it's Mr. Steal Your Girl. I'm like, mm-hmm. Damn, dog, really? You gonna steal my girl? I can't. I bought these tickets to the concert. <laughs> to have a good time. I ain't come here for you to steal them. Yeah, I, is this the one on my remix? Is this, I don't know if this is it or not. Anyway, but. I was about he, to say, you can actually, can't you find just him, Trey Songs? Uh, yeah, but I, I can't remember the name of the song that had the, um, um, that had the actual, like, I think it was on my Two Chains playlist. Uh, give me a second, I'll find it. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, it, it was like, you know, he was he was singing and shit, but then it was singing like, I'm going to take your girl and all this shit. I'm like, nigga, so I buy tickets for me and my girl to come to the concert so she can see her favorite R&B artist. You know, I probably don't even really fuck with you like that. Probably don't. And here you go talking about you're going to take her from me and shit. I, can, can, can we just, you know, like get a couple minutes, you know, just to chill and, and listen to the song? Like, you just going to start the song on... I'm gonna steal your girl. Oh, like, it, was, it was ridiculous, man. Um, yeah, here's my list. Let me see. What was the name of this shit? Um, let's see. Type the lyrics. No, it might T- give you the song. <laughs> Two Chains got a song with Tierra Marie. This nigga did a song with everybody. What? You the best. Um, what was, let's see. Yo, guy. What was, let's see. Uh, Two Chains. I wonder if you Google the lyrics, would it give you the song? Oh, oh I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Um, it wasn't you did that. Oh, my remix. Yeah, it was this. You know, we had to do the remix, right? DJ Drama. It's Mr. Still Your Girl. Already. <laughs> you can't get 15 seconds into this motherfucking song. <laughs> and this nigga talking about stealing your goddamn girl. 
all this money you know spent on these tickets you probably took out to a nice dinner you got dressed up all this shit so you can come out here and steal your girl not anybody's girl you the nigga listening to the song he's gonna take your girl <laughs> and then you wonder why crazy shit happens out here in these streets over trey songs um according to tmz mosley a vh1 actress and professional dancer was involved with songs two years ago sources connected with hayes tell us around two years ago he separated from stephanie because of what he says was her affair with songs they got back together as one friend put it he was crushed and never got over it wow that yeah because every song this nigga making i'm gonna take your girl and he's thinking why you singing about my bitch maybe he was singing about him the whole time no who knows just mm-hmm. uh he was crushed and never got over it told he frequently brought up songs oh why even get back together right, right. come uh. on if, yeah if something happens we separate and you keep any back up, I, you know what if you're if if you're not going to get to the point where we can move up past this point why are we together right nothing nothing nothing's less attractive than an insecure motherfucker i mean look some people make mistakes yes they do if you decide to work it out out at some point it's abuse on your part to keep bringing the shit up you gotta get over it and allow people to get over it now if it's impossible to get over you just gotta leave you can't be out here killing motherfuckers and shit Mm -mm. sometimes you just gotta take up the l like man i couldn't get over the fact she fucked trey songs can't be you know every time you watch bet awards oh there that nigga go right there was his dick bigger than mine is that what you're looking at right Right. now was he so you think i gotta be able to dance in order because i can't dance you're gonna be fucking with this nigga you know right. yeah every time a song come on i'm gonna steal your bitch again you're like oh see he talking about me right now hey, you looking like i ain't fuck with that dude in forever whatever you talking about right well how come it took you so long to get back from the store i, I said it should take 15 minutes it took you 17 minutes what was going on in the other two minutes with your fucking trey songs <laughs> well goddamn yesterday uh so yesterday tmz reported hayes was a le- was angry mosley cheated with the famous singers uh songs tweeted his condolences but he hasn't commented on the rumors rest in peace baby girl once an angel on earth now watching over us from heaven you'll be missed but never forgotten love and that's what you get a tweet from that dude that's crazy mm-hmm. um but uh there's there's more um what was it uh oh yeah uh the other thing was she was on hit the floor and i don't know what happens there like is that show over is it still going it's still going okay well i guess she won't be on that show anymore mm-hmm. um uh after neighbors called in reports of shots fired at 7 30 a.m a swat team appeared on the scene and knocked down the door to los angeles apartment where they discovered two bodies according to tmz mosley 30 and hayes 36 separated two years ago because of alleged affair with tm with trey zones uh the couple reconciled but he never got over it hayes was part of floyd mayweather's rap crew and the boxer was allegedly on facetime with hayes during the murder according to the site hayes told mayweather he was going to kill mosley over her infidelity and mayweather was unable to talk the rapper down with i'm just saying with mayweather's history of domestic violence and shit, right i don't think he's who the knows right what per- he said i don't think he's the right person right well don't kill her and get caught like who knows what he said <laughs> right well if you kill her you know just make sure you, you know if you need someone to hide the body i mean you can't just beat her a little bit like i do no in addition to playing a rally on hit the floor mosley appeared in mirror mirror and twilight saga breaking dawn part one she was also a backup dancer for britney spears jennifer lopez chris brown and beyonce man she was an accomplished 
person, person right and ends up dying fucking with this lame ass nigga man like right his rap what was his rap name let's see mm-hmm. uh they don't even have his rap name i know he wasn't going by earl hayes i mean i'm assuming um i see they reported his age wrong or somewhere it's wrong Wait, this one, they said 36 in the last and this one says 34 okay um that they, they said so what is his what is his rap name does anybody yeah, i don't know they said he on the money team rapping so yeah i mean is his rap name earl hayes if i look 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 that up will i get some some rap videos because it doesn't seem like it uh let's see earl hayes rap per and everything's about him killing his wife so that's the most famous thing he's ever done Mm -hmm. is kill his wife correct that's all the links right now man all the way down all the o's in google yeah that's that's shit uh, yeah what if i put earl hayes rap name maybe i can get something there i hope so you might you may get his rap name um just the rapper Earl Hayes, rapper Earl Hayes. Uh, he must have went by that name then. Maybe I don't know if I can find anything on on Spotify, Spotify. for Earl Hayes. Earl Hayes. Nope. Nothing. Uh, wait, too short. Earl Hayes. Maybe this is him. Come on, featuring Earl Hayes with Britney Smoops. So maybe he did go by Earl Hayes. He don't got no songs. He don't have any songs of his own. It's just him featured on people's shit. Oh. See him get to some rap. like some love and hip-hop atlanta studio music right they'd be back in the back in the background when they be like girl this is my new shit yeah. well anyway let me go ahead and tell you something <laughs> that, that, yeah. yeah yeah they always play like you play, play you like play, 10 seconds yeah you play just the right length of time yeah. and then they be going on to some other shit they just show them in the studio bouncing and shit Yeah, so I'm in the studio right now, and I'm about to talk to my girl right now and see what we going got going down. Like, that like yeah, that. girl, I heard that. That is the shit, girl. Mm-hmm. I got my new album coming out soon. Yeah. It's called Pop Pop Twist Twist. You know I'm in the studio, girl. Girl, yeah, girl. Now let's talk about Stevie J. Get to the all, right. all right, so he about to rap. Here we go. Just 
background said yes my new a uh, video coming out called pop pop twist twist you know mm-hmm. like i told y'all we making a video for it it's gonna be hot in the street it's gonna be on the number one ch- uh, you know i'm also touring too girl mm-hmm. love and hip-hop salt lake city or some shit right <laughs> come on man love and hip-hop twin lakes right here we go with this bullshit um aka chapter uh instructs members not to wear their letters during Mike Brown, Eric Garner protest. And uh, I thought this was pretty, uh, pretty crazy, man. Um, uh, it says here is a letter to the members. Wow, what do they letters have to do with anything? Um, you know, like, they guess they don't want to see them get arrested in oh, uh, the AKA. Paraphernalia. Yeah. Yeah. Which to me is like, but if the, you I thought these places, these social clubs, are supposed to stand for like solidarity, good causes, supporting the community. What's better than that? What's you know like yeah. standing in solidarity with the community and being like, yo, we think the murder of these black people is wrong. I don't see like what better fucking cause to be wearing the letters you know yeah, yeah but i think for a lot of them it's like hey go support the cause but support it on your own time don't have our association out there don't have them talking about well you know the, the black sorority girls out there cutting the fool and shit like that it's like, but, nope. i mean it's not like you say go out there and riot i mean no you're not just go out there i mean like there was someone put a picture they sent me a picture of someone that was like a delta and she was getting arrested and she had like tears going down her eyes as the police were pulling away and she was like well they just don't want it to look like this and i was like if i would i'm not a joiner type but if i was that would make me want to be a delta more than any other because they, right. they give a fuck and they care right. at least that's what you're seeing like 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 the just the image of it and i think that it's just one of those things where uh, when it comes to that, like you say, you, you, you push brotherhood, you push sisterhood, you push, you know, me helping the community and things like that. And it's, and it's a shame that you don't want to be a so, like this. You don't mind being associated, but you don't want, uh, people to come out there with your, uh, items on promoting this stuff, which is kind of counterproductive to you helping the community. I guess the way I see it. Yeah, but I mean, I, I, then I don't see it that way. I just think that's 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 like saying don't go out there with your blackout tip shirt on. No, 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 no. I we I guess we're somewhat in agreement, green because I say it because it's one of those things where if you're going to be out there, be out there. Yeah, I I mean, 
it, it one that partially represents who you are correct two what's wrong with this like Nothing. is this some bad cause is this making the university look bad? bad is this making like and of all the and the audacity to be a black like one of the black historically like black sororities pulling this bullshit like ugh, you know like it just like to me this just goes back to you know that feeling i had in college why i did never join the fraternity or uh um, when i was on campus they don't stand for shit it's not about academic excellence anymore it's not about helping your community anymore it's about partying who can do the best dance steps who can do uh who's gonna have the biggest uh you know um uh step off at the you know when we have our our yearly homecoming shit that that's not fucking that's not productive to anything that's just taking away time i could be fucking studying or having fun with my friends or some shit i don't need that in my life like and then to actively put that shit out there like uh and we definitely don't want to be associated with nobody talking about Ferguson or Eric Garner or Mike Brown or, you know, right. fuck that. Because the, the thing is, when it comes to especially black sororities and fraternities, they are a huge part of the community. So it's one of those things where, you know, if you're going to step out there, step all the way out there. It's like they kind of sort of want to step out there, but they don't want to fully step out there. Because, in, like I said, in their mind, they wouldn't want to be in that snapshot you just put up there. And in their mind, that would be embarrassing. But like you said, if I, if I was somebody that was looking at this not go well you know what they stand for something so that might be the organization that i join based off of that but it's just one of those things where if you want to be out there you got to fully be out there you can't kind of sort of only be out there when it benefits you one you may wear our sorority colors but please refrain from wearing any alpha kappa alpha sorority ink paraphernalia two do not make statements that are or can be construed as a position of alpha kappa alpha sorority uh keep in mind our international president is the only spokesperson for our sorority unless she delegates this authority to someone else which she has not done with respect to the divine non-national die-in event uh for if you choose to engage in the aforementioned event or other similar na- similar in nature you are solely responsible for yourself and your activities alpha kappa alpha sorority inc disclaims all responsibilities and liability for any injury or damage that may result in your participation Please also share this information with your Alpha Kappa Alpha sorority members who may not be connected to social media platforms. So basically they say if you go out there, don't call us if some shit happened to you. Man, look, nobody, was anybody thinking the AKAs are responsible for me if I go out there tonight? I hope not. Nobody was even thinking that shit. Mm -hmm. It's just like, it's one of those times where you can shut the fuck up and nobody has to know. Or you can put it all the way out there and then people go, huh, that's an odd thing to say. And they put it all the way out there and they make people go, that's an odd thing to say that you don't want to be associated with these causes. You know what I mean? Cause that's it's what not, it looks like. Cause it's not like these people are going out there like on behalf of all the AKAs, like, Mm-mm. you know, nobody was even thinking that shit. That girl that got arrested. No one was thinking like she speaks for all the deltas. Mm-mm. So it, it's just mm, it's such bullshit. Anyway, um, I found this interesting. Uh, they have a new therapy for people dealing with like depression and mental health issues mm-hmm. um, where they're going to have you cook um, as part of your therapy. Ooh, that, that, that will help a lot of people. Yeah. It's cooking or baking as therapy tools for people suffering from depression, anxiety, or other mental health problems. The courses are often partly aimed at teaching Healthy cooking and eating skills of people living tough, chaotic lives. Counselors say the classes also soothe stress, build self-esteem, and curve negative thinking by focusing the mind on following the recipe. 
often the courses are part of a larger treatment plan that can also include talk therapy or medication um bethlehem connecticut treatment center for teens uses cooking lessons to help treat mental illness and addiction the head chef at the clinic newport academy runs the courses teaching teens how to make healthier versions of their favorite foods such as burgers or macaroni and cheese the chef patricia de alicio um demonstrates techniques for tasks like chopping vegetables or making meat patties and has the teens follow along with their own ingredients the two-hour classes get them to focus on something other than the stressful emotions or what they're going what they have going on in their day it redirects their thought process to focus them on the process of cooking Mm -hmm. and especially the thing about it is rewarding like uh just to go through the process and i and you can go, this is something that I made. Regardless of how it turned out, you know that, like, your hands created it, and you spent the time, and you spent the effort, and, you know, and especially uh, you get to the point where you want to uh, get better at it and things like that. And like and like you say, it, it gets your mind off of your everyday life. Yeah, you know, the other thing, too, is, um, it like, cooking is therapeutic. Mm-hmm. And also, what you're putting into your body is going to be better. Correct. Which I think also can lead to, you know, feeling better mm-hmm. and feeling healthier in You're general. Not as sluggish and, and slow feeling. Yeah, so I think it's a great idea, man. I, I'm surprised uh, this is something that's just being kind of tackled, you know. Psychologists say cooking and baking are pursuits that fit a type of therapy known as behavioral activation. The goal is to alleviate depression by boosting positive activity, increasing goal-oriented behavior, and curbing procrastination and passivity. Um, I know, like, you know, yesterday when I made that vegetarian uh, chili or whatever. Which was delicious. But, uh, you know, there's something about, you know, chopping up the vegetables, you know, all the peppers, the different colors and all that stuff, getting them into, you know, different sizes, chopping up the onions, all that stuff, putting them in the the skillet, browning them for, you know, 8 to 10 minutes or whatever, you know, taking those, putting it in there with the, you know, with with the other you know, the beans and all this stuff and letting it cook, you know, and uh, coming back, you know, because it's a crock pot. So coming back six to eight hours later or whatever and, and, and eating it and going like, not only is this delicious and I made it myself, but it's also good for me, better than what I would have eaten if I had gone out somewhere. Um, so and, and, you know, and I did enjoy that therapy kind of a cooking like yesterday, you know. Yeah. And and I think uh, for me, honestly, until you said something, you honestly couldn't even tell it was vegetarian. Like, I'm, mm-hmm. I mean, because it was such so hearty, per se, mm-hmm. and the way it was presented that I thought it was meat in it. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I, you know, I was trying to, you know, make it vegetarian, you know, try to make some good changes around here and shit. But um, <laughs> it was, yeah, but it was good. I mean, I, it was hearty and I couldn't tell really the difference, like, Mm-mm. Um, I, it's not, it wasn't like I was eating it going, where the fuck is the meat? It was like, this good. All right. It, when I tell y'all it was delicious, I don't know what all they had, but it had all kinds of beans and spinach and all kinds of shit in it. It was delicious. So, uh, apparently there, there was a report on, uh, the t- techniques that the CIA used to torture people and shit. Mm-hmm. Doing the Bush administration. Yeah. They got dropped today. Mm-hmm. Like a hot mixtape. Yeah. So, People are going through it. I'm assuming it's like a huge report, so which means yes. everybody's going through it at different times. 
Yes, and some of the shit that they saying, it's one of them things like, why are we surprised? Ain't y'all watched 24 Jackman doing this bullshit for years? I'm not surprised. Oh, well, that's TV. And I can see why somebody be, you know, a bit surprised. uh, Or maybe angry, at least. Yeah, I can understand you being angry, but it's going, yeah, y'all using the same techniques they do on TV. At least five CIA detainees were subjected to rectal rehydration, a rectal feeding without documented medical necessity. The CIA placed detainees in ice water baths. The CIA led several detainees to believe that they would never be allowed to leave CIA custody alive, suggesting that one detainee to one detainee that he would often leave in a coffin shaped coffin shaped box. One interrogator told another detainee that he would never go to court because we can never let the world know what I've done to you. CIA officers also threatened at least three detainees with harm to their families to include threats to harm children of a detainee, threats to sexually abuse the mother of a detainee, and a threat to cut a detainee's mother's throat. They really were going jack on them. Mm-hmm. While the CIA enhanced interrogation techniques were never authorized, Dunbar interrogated Rahman once the employee, uh, once employing the insult slap enhanced interrogation technique, <laughs> the insult slap int- enhanced interrogation technique so you slap the <laughs> shit out of somebody oh no it's part of the technique without cia headquarters approval can you imagine getting a fucking approval for this ah <laughs> yeah man you gotta have approval to smack the shit out of somebody no 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 you can lightly smack them don't i'd like the to shit uh out of employ a level seven insult slap uh today <laughs> level seven. during the interrogation uh gal ramen has been quite rockland has been quite quite the character and I believe if I can uh, slap the person, uh, can you just pass that all the way up to uh, the head of the CIA? Who's, who's the person off? that denied that one? Right. Uh, November blank 2002, Gal Rockman was shackled to the wall of his cell in short chain position, which required him to sit on the bare concrete. Rockman was wearing a sweatshirt, but was nude from the waist down. On um, November something 2002, the guards at the detention site Cobalt, Cobalt, found gall rockman's dead body although a cia employee tried to perform cpr gall rockman remained unresponsive and was declared dead an autopsy report the cia found the cause of his death was undetermined but the the clinical impression of the medical officer who conducted the autopsy was the cause of death was hypothermia so no pants on made him sit on cold concrete froze to death basically body just (laughs) got too cold the post broke the secret the post broke the secret prison story in 2005 Report says CIA didn't give Bush full briefing on harsh tactics until April 2006. So President Bush didn't even know. I probably, believe that. Probably because he didn't want to know, though. Correct. And you know what? Even though all this shit happened underneath President Bush, mm-hmm. I guarantee you, after everybody read through this, it's all going to be Obama's fault, right? Oh, uh, you know, uh, somehow. Well, no, they'll make they'll make be, this being brought up and released Obama's fault. That's what they'll do. Okay. They'll be like, oh, bring you bringing up old shit? Just like the, you know, socialists I knew you were. CIA, ah. CIA, personnel, CIA personnel at detention site Green reported being disturbed by the use of the CIA's enhanced interrogation techniques against Abu Zubaydah. Zubaydah? Zubaydah. Um, CIA records include the following reaction and comments by CIA, person, CIA personnel. August 5th, 2002. Want to caution medical officer that this is almost certainly not a place he's ever been before in his medical career. It is visually and psychologically very uncomfortable. 
August 8, 2002. Today's first session had a profound effect on all staff members present. It seemed the collective opinion was that we should not go much further. Everyone seems strong for now, but if the group has to continue, we cannot guarantee how much longer. So it sounds like they're saying the people in the CIA are like, mm, this is too far. You guys are fucking these dudes up. Mm-hmm. Uh, several August 8th, several on the team profoundly affected, some to the point of tears and choking up. So they were crying watching this dude get tortured. In 2006, the value of the CIA's base contract with the company formed by the psychologist with an, with all options exercised was in excess of 180 million. The contractors received 81 million prior to the contract's termination in 2009. In 2007, the CIA provided a multi-year indemnification agreement to protect the company and its employees from legal liability, from legal liability arising out of the program. The CIA has paid out more than 1 million pursuant to the agreement. Uh, in the spring of 2004, after two detainees were transferred to CIA custody, CIA interrogators proposed and CIA headquarters approved using the CIA's enhanced interrogation techniques on one of the two detainees because it might cause the detainee to provide information that could identify inconsistencies in other detainees' stories. After the both detainees had uh, spent approximately 24 hours shackled in the standing sleep deprivation position, CIA headquarters confirmed the detainees were former CIA sources. The two detainees had tried to contact the CIA on multiple occasions prior to their detention to inform the CIA of their activities and provide intelligence. The messages they had sent to the CIA, and then just said blank something. Yeah, they said that they blacked out things for privacy and protection and stuff like that. Mm Mm-hmm. One, let's see, this one says, among other abuses, Blank had engaged in Russian roulette with a detainee. detainee. Oh. Mm hmm. Uh, and then so much of this shit is just redacted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the OLC issued a memorandum advising the use of the CIA's enhanced interrogation techniques against Abu Zubaydah. Zubaydah uh would not violate prohibitions against torture found in section 23048 i mean 2340a of title 18 of the united states code uh the techniques were one attention grasp attention grasp grabbing the fuck out of them walling slamming somebody up against a wall probably right right that's what it sounds like a sliding up and down the wall who knows three facial hold that's probably grabbing somebody's face four facial slap insult slap Oh, so we got facial and insult. I didn't realize they were two separate things. Five, cramped confinement. Six, wall standing. Seven, stress positions. Eight, sleep deprivation. Nine, insects placed in a confinement box. Ooh. <sighs> and ten, the waterboard. Uh, the memorandum relied on CIA representations about Abu Zubaydah's status in Al-Qaeda, his role in Al-Qaeda plots, his uh, expertise in interrogation resistance training, and his withholding of information on pending terror attacks. The OLC memorandum included the following statement about OLC's reliance on information provided by CIA. Um, man, this, this is crazy, man. And this just keeps going on. There's a ton of shit. They also happen to have three or four rooms where they can lock up people discreetly. I give them a few hundred bucks a month, and they use the rooms for whoever I bring. No questions asked. It is very useful for housing guys that shouldn't be in detention site cobalt for one reason or another, but I still need to keep isolated to hold in secret detention. So that was like a note somebody wrote. 
Right. And I think they also said that they're having problems also is that when some of this, like as people re- began to read, people don't realize that other countries were uh, helped the United States, like certain places where they would go to like other countries and like undercover and like these secret places and do this shit. So there's a lot of people, citizens are going to be highly upset once they start combing and reading this. Over the course of the entire 20-day aggressive phase of interrogation, Abu Zubaydah spent a total of 266 hours, 11 days, and 2 hours in the large coffin-sized confinement box and 29 hours in a small confinement box, which had a width of 21 inches, a depth of 2.5 feet, and a height of 2.5 feet. The CIA interrogation told Abu Zubaydah that the only way he would leave the facility was in a coffin-shaped confinement box. So basically two weeks in a confinement box. In a coffin. Um, after July 2000, uh, 2002, meaning the CIA uh, legal drafted a letter to Attorney General John Ashcraft asking the Department of Justice for a formal declination of prosecution in advance for any employees of the United States, as well as any personnel acting on behalf of the United States who may employ methods in the interrogation of Abu Zubaydah that otherwise might subject these individuals to pers- prosecution. So basically they knew like this shit illegal. Mm-hmm. So we need a promise that y'all will not seek legal repercussions for what we're doing to this dude. The letter further indicated the interrogation team had concluded that the use of the more aggressive methods is required to persuade Abu Zubaydah to provide the critical information we need to safeguard the lives of innumerable innocent men and women and children within the United States and abroad. The letter added that these aggressive methods would otherwise be prohibited by the torture statute apart from potential relies upon the doctrines of necessity or of self-defense. This letter was circulated internally at the CIA, including to Swigert. Uh, however, there are no records to indicate it was provided to the attorney general. So it's just crazy because, you know, um, these are the people that were like, what we're doing is not torture. That was their, that was their mantra for all this time was just, we have advanced interrogation, enhanced interrogation techniques, but we're not torturing with, we don't believe in torture. We were never tortured. We're not torturing anybody. This is torture. There's no, Snow two ways to to look at this shit. Yeah, y'all whooping people ass outside of the United States. Y'all whooping people ass inside of the United States. Yeah, you know, um, it's crazy. And when you consider shit like extradition and the fact that, you know, you could technically take, like, American citizens uh, and take away their rights and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I can see why people were scared. Like, this is something I would really be concerned about if I wasn't black. But you know. Right, my issue, my issues are a little bit more smaller than that. Police could do this to me. So. Correct. Um, but, you ain't uh, got you ain't even got to take me to an underground bunker. Right. Um, Fox News got a hold of it, and they were reacting to. All right, joining report. us now, Katie McFarland, Fox News national security analyst, former deputy S- assistant secretary of defense uh, during the Reagan administration. All right, Katie, your mm-hmm. reaction first of all on the timing of this release. There's been so much back and forth, and today. Uh, it comes despite continued objections. And at one time, the objections were coming from the White House. The White House now seems okay with the disclosure. What do you make of it? Well, there are two things. One is, okay, one thing to actually investigate and do the report. There's another issue, which is, why make the report public? Why make the report public now? There should be one major rule in foreign policy, like in medicine. First, do no harm. I look at all that and say, one thing to write the report, another thing to do harm by releasing the report publicly. 
All right. We have in the past been told, and some Democratic lawmakers have mm -hmm. admitted, that they were briefed on these things years and years ago. Yeah. And we all remember the days after 9-11 uh, when people were afraid. Uh, there was mm -hmm. um, some immunity about going Sign after these guys and, and getting the intelligence that we could. Right. The report is now saying the intelligence didn't really help. These enhanced interrogation techniques didn't really take us anywhere. There were plenty of folks saying, yes, they did. I mean, and they're pointing to specific instances of where those interrogations actually led mm -hmm. to actionable intelligence. Intelligence, your take. Well, the report is making two claims. One, what was done was illegal. No, it wasn't. The, the legal advice at the time to the Americans who were conducting these investigations was, yeah, it is legal. And as you point out, it was done in the aftermath of September 11th. I watched those Twin Towers come down. I live in New York. We assumed there was another attack coming imminently. The second thing is, was the, were these, um, what was the intelligence gathered? Was it effective? Look, we've had three former directors of the CIA, deputy directors of the CIA, people involved in the hunt for Osama bin Laden. They have all said that they got a lot of intelligence from this. So it was legal. It was effective. Why go after it now? Unless it was legal. Mm -mm. No, the shit they was doing was not legal. The motivation is complete. If it was legal, why would they ask to not be prosecuted? Correct. Completely political. Congress is changing hands. The Senate is going from Democrat to Republican hands. And are the Democrats in the Senate just, they've been evicted from the House. Are they just trashing the place before they leave? Well, they're certainly getting the information out there over plenty of objections. Uh, KT, always good to see you. Thank you uh, for your expertise. Thanks, Shannon. So as we wrestle with whether the report should have been released, maybe the overarching issue here, too, is do the American people have a right to know? Jesse, your thought. I don't want to know about it. I think people do nasty. These motherfuckers are amazing. Now they don't want to know. They want to know everything from how much it cost the president to go on vacation. Mm -hmm. Now that it's Obama, they wanted to know his birth certificate. Mm -hmm. They wanted to see it as fucking ridiculous as that was. Now, I don't, I don't, I'm torturing, I mean, shit. Why I need to know that? I'm just an old Fox News reporter. Why would I want to see that? You goddamn Fox News. You the see news. things in the dark, especially after a terrorist attack. I find it ironic that they're dropping this report on the same day that Gruber's testifying to knock that out of the front pages. But I mean, the Senate Democrats, they're just trying to get one last shot in at Bush before they go into the minority. And they didn't even interview any of the CIA interrogators to do the report. It's kind of like how Rolling Stone does their reporting. They only get one side. And, you know, to, to say that this is about transparency at the CIA, you know, the Democrats didn't care about transparency transparency when they were destroying hard drives at the irs so i'm just not buying it holy shit this is that they're comparing that to torture That's wow wow well sunlight at the cia i'm sorry that's one place i don't need sunlight i don't think they need to give me a lot of transparency at the cia look thousands of americans were killed after 9 11 the bush administration did what the american public wanted and that was do whatever it takes to keep us safe these terror tactics have been stopped because as a country we decided we have are better they? than this so we stopped them have they yeah, we decided as a country though no we all decided mm-hmm Okay. Uh, also, this is the first time ever I've seen them give credit for there not being any terror attacks on the President Obama's watch. That's a first. Remember, we're the most unsafe we've ever been, right? Mm -hmm. uh, this this president is going to get us killed because the terrorists can't. They, they see how weak he is. Mm -hmm. Which is my point. 
then why are we putting out this memo? We've had this discussion, we've had this debate, and it's not about democracy now. No, no, it's about politics. It's about Democrats being so fundamentally lost as a party, Harris, they have to return to an old playbook. The plays that they ran right when Obama got into office trying to prosecute CIA officials for these terror tactics, and that same playbook that they feel got them the House of Representatives back, even under Tom DeLay's electoral map. They were screaming about this. It's how they were winning elections. They have nothing else to talk about, and they don't want to talk about Gruber or health care or the IRS or anything else. All right. But, you know, that's how they won the election. That's why we all voted for Obama, because remember how, how much we were charged about torture? I, I could give a fuck about torture that's and not... Gruber and whatever the fuck else you're talking about. I don't care. <laughs> oh, man. That's amazing. That is amazing. I don't even know pissed. who that is. They are pissed. They, they brought that up. But, I mean... My thing is, it's amazing that as soon as it comes out, the playbook changes from uh, there was no torture to, of course there was torture. Who cares? We're over it already, guys. Can't believe you guys even bringing this. Wow. You really going to bring up the old shit? Wow. Just because we torture people. That's so five minutes ago when we found out. Here we go with the bullshit. Uh, did you know Amazon workers um, have to spend 30 minutes? Uh, in line on the way out of the warehouse being searched so that they don't know so they can tell if they stole anything oh shit amazon work warehouse workers yeah they uh so they, they had a case that went to the supreme court saying hey we should get paid for this 30 minutes right because we're still on the clock well they're not still on the clock uh, but they're standing in line. They can't go home. So they have to wait till security, you know, buzzes them through. Oh, after they've clocked out? Yeah, after they've clocked out. Oh, no. And the Supreme Court ruled that they could not be paid for that time, and the ruling was unanimous. How is that? Um, Justice Clarence Thomas wrote on behalf of the court that the screening process is not a principal activity of the workers jobs under a law called fair labor standards act and therefore is not subject to compensation if you agree with the all-american notion that workers should be paid for the time that their employer requires for them to spend at work then you must agree that the fair labor standards act needs to be changed asap is what uh gawker wrote but fuck you i but like this well then i ought to be able to go home why am i here you're telling me i have to be here motherfucker you need to pay me yeah I mean, because I could go home. I mean, Amazon must. I mean, that shit sounds like some New Jack City shit. You gotta check people before they leave, right? That's that's on my off motherfucking time. On my time, right? That's the problem I have. It's like they gotta count that as part of your commute, right? Uh, the UK has banned some acts from porn, Karen. Some sex acts. Um, that from now on, UK porn would no longer allow spanking. What? Yep. Spanking. Who are these people that just came in and be like, you know what? We're going to erase the, all the sexiness that goes with fucking. Yep. Cause that's to me. That's what you do when you do this. Caning. I don't even know what the hell that is. Hitting somebody with a cane. Oh. Spanking them with a cane. Oh, I thought it was some, some spectacular shit that I ain't heard of before. I was like, what, what is this? Aggressive whipping. Now, how do you decide what's aggressive whipping and what's just regular whipping? Correct. It's some, it's some, Who's the judge of this? Some of this shit's so vague, and that's the problem I have with it. Oh, that's the problem you have with it. Right. Okay. The, the definitions 
but I have a problem with the fucking list altogether, but it's just the definition, like you say, who determines this? Penetration by any object associated with violence. So what is that? Like Ooh. a knife? Like who's doing penetration with a knife or associated with violence? a baseball bat? Y'all, is that it? I mean, a baseball bat associated with sports. I don't, how do you determine that? Right, right. What What are the rules? I mean, isn't a penis associated with violence? Many to times? some people, right. Physical or verbal abuse, regardless if it's consensual. So, this <laughs> porn gonna get mad polite in UK. Mm, take that, my beautiful queen. I mean, cause the thing is like, <laughs> if it's consensual, doesn't matter. That, that's the part about like, if everybody say, yes, this is what we do. And you no, know, these, you know, for some people, these are like fantasies that they're, they're kinks. They really enjoy this. And you're going, fuck your enjoyment. We say you can't do this. Mm-hmm uh eurolagnia known as water sports i don't know what that means eurolagnia do i do i even want to know what that means oh well i guess i gotta find out yeah what the fuck is this uh is a form of cellophilia which is a form of paraphernalia what what a lot of neas uh it says uh is sexual excitement associated with the sight or thoughts of urine or urination okay the term has greek or so basically pissing and shit okay pissing on each other role playing is non-adult so you can't pretend to be like an underage kid child or a cheerleader yeah. nothing like that right well shit you want everybody to be grown huh physical restraint so you can't hold people down uh i guess Oh, Lip, I guess tie people up and shit, chains. Wow, maybe. I guess I crossed that point off my list because that shit gonna be boring as fuck. BDSM probably can't do right. that. Right, just scratch all that off your list. Humiliation can't humiliate somebody. Um, you know, there's a lot of humiliation porn out there, like cuckold shit and uh, a lot of stuff where women penetrate men. Who 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 is the people that made this list? People that don't like porn or don't like sex? Female ejaculation. Oh, but not male ejaculation? Fuck you, list. Strangulation. So basically squirting. Yeah, basically squirting. Like women can't squirt. Strangulation. Face sitting. So you just sit on their face? Women that, you know, you know how sometimes you sit on somebody's face? Karen, don't act like you haven't done this before. I know you've done it. (laughs) Why are you acting like this right now? face sitting just sit your ass on somebody's face male or female no probably female i mean well that's a female type of thing that's not that's not a fetish from for or at least not one i've seen where it's like men sitting on women's faces but okay oh you know like that's some men's fantasy or whatever woman sit a you know juicy ass on your face and you (laughs) eat her pussy or whatever right it's common right some women like that too you know yes Um, well you can't do it in their porn anymore fisting so a lot of this is you know shit for women like right oh woman getting an orgasm <laughs> woman sitting on someone's face a woman fisting no squirting you know you know yeah. it's you know banned female what about male ejaculation oh we can watch him busting up but not her okay right the final three listed fall under the category of potentially life endangering that's what they say life endangering who says who says what doctor 
while the measures won't stop people from watching whatever genre of porn they desire a video shot abroad can still be viewed they do impose severe restriction on content created in the uk they and appear to make no distinction between consensual and non-consensual practices between adults right so basically you well, this is a way of technically banning porn without technically banning it mm-hmm Cause, because you basically it, well not banning all of porn, not but all of just porn. changing it to right. make it so vanilla, you know? right? That it's boring. <clears throat> then most people won't want to watch it anymore. Mm-hmm. The amendment seems to take issue with acts from which women more traditionally derive pleasure than men. Correct. You know, squirting, face sitting, uh, you know, even like spanking or something like that. Right. You know, why would that be something that? It needs to be banned. banned. Like, what uptight pricks these dudes must be. Correct. Um, but, man, sucks to be you guys. Uh, luckily, everybody gets their porn from streaming online and shit. So, you just have to watch some amateur shit, probably. Or just start lying like they do in America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't film this here. So, no, no condoms. Okay. Right. That looks like the California Hollywood sign for. Mm-mm, nope, that's mm-hmm. the, that's a prop. Mm-mm. that's a green screen that's why we didn't need condos now leave us alone uh the apple the company there's a trial continuing without a plaintiff for now um in an unusual legal twist a federal judge decided monday that a billion dollar class action lawsuit over apple's ipods should continue even though she also disqualified the last remaining plaintiff named in the case that has been on the trial since last week uh u.s district judge yvonne gonzalez rogers scolded marion rosen and her attorneys on monday for not providing more complete information about the ipods rosen had purchased that came after apple's lawyer successfully argued that the devices purchased by rosen were not among those affected by the lawsuit but the judge also rejected apple's argument that the case should be dismissed because it's too late to name a new plaintiff she ordered the attorney suing apple to identify a new person by tuesday who could serve as a lead plaintiff both, wow both sides estimate about eight million people bought ipods that are potentially affected by the lawsuit which focuses on apple's use of restrictive software that prevented ipods from playing music purchased by competitors of apple's itunes store i believe that the plaintiffs say that amounted to unfair competition and that apple was able to sell ipods at inflated prices because the software froze makers of of competing devices out of the market Probably that too. While the plaintiffs argued that the overcharges amounted to three hundred and fifty million, Apple could be ordered to pay triple that amount if the jury finds it violated federal antitrust rules. Yeah, cause they do this. Sh- like if you don't catch them, they do all kinds of shit by boxing out competitors. Like didn't Xbox had a thing where they had to put an update where where you came in like they stuff was in HD and everybody else stuff was regular. So then they had, they had to come out like, Oh, well, I guess we'll make everybody else shit HD too. Yes. The fuck you will. Yeah. Apparently they threw her, the lady who was the plaintiff out because, um, she had purchased two iPods in 2008. Mm-hmm. Um, but Apple's lawyers produced records that showed that those iPods were brought with a credit card issued to the law firm of her husband. So they said she's not the legal purchaser. Uh, so they probably had to go find the husband or some shit mm-hmm. but uh yeah that's just crazy you know i mean it's cold world in that tech game man but yeah, like I said, and I people believe- might be able to get some money out of that uh class action lawsuit mm-hmm. i believe they did nothing surprises me when it comes to this shit uh lebron james and kyrie irving wore i can't breathe shirts and uh 
when they played the Brooklyn Nets last night. Good. And Derrick Rose wore I Can't Breathe shirt, um, I think Sunday night. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, not a lot to say here, just mm-hmm. kind of good for them. You know, the, the NBA commissioner said, you know, he appreciates them. He doesn't mind social commentary, but he would prefer for them not to wear those shirts during warmups, but, you know, it didn't seem like he was going to find them or make them do anything. And he shouldn't. He shouldn't. He so. should not. Because that's not their place nor their responsibility. Yeah, but, you know, I just thought it was kind of a cool story um, that they were able to um, wear those shirts. Now, after the game, they gave, like, some press conferences or whatever, you know, the locker room interviews. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, their responses were very mild. But I feel like... What they did spoke volumes, so I don't need them to necessarily be the most knowledgeable on it. But, you know, they were trying to kind of, and I think they were trying to bring everybody together. So they were saying stuff like, well, this isn't a black thing or a white thing. This is a human being thing, you know, black or white. We all need to come together, blah, blah, blah. And we, as a country, we just need to do better. And that's just more of a, they don't like I think they don't feel comfortable just saying, like, the police need to stop killing black men. Right. You know, and this, for the people that they were talking about, for the I Can't Breathe Eric Garner shirts. Or black people, you know, because they're a little bit more knowledgeable than I'm giving them credit for. But they, like, they just kind of didn't, you know, really have a position. It was just more like, it's important. And they were like, are you doing this to raise awareness for a cause or blah, blah. It's like, I'm just doing it to honor the family. What could be more bigger than the family which i did like that answer for lebron but mm-hmm. you know i didn't mind it um mm-hmm. uh look and for people that don't think it's controversial that don't think it's a big stance it is. sports center posted a picture of lebron james in the i can't breathe t-shirt and the comments said uh worthless stupid nig biggest fucking attention whore ever d rose would comment first uh stupid if the guy would listen to the cop to begin with, nothing would have happened. Shaking my hand, Sports Center showing no love for some shit. So yeah, um, it is controversial, and I'm glad he did it. I'm glad he did it too, and it's just one of those things that irritates me about when it comes to sports, uh, professional and non-professional. It's like I want you to entertain me. Fuck your personality. Fuck your feelings. Fuck your emotions. Fuck you having a standpoint. Only I want you to only stand for shit that I want you to stand for. If you st- speak on anything else outside of that, fuck you. Yeah, he put on um, he put on them that fucking hoodie. Yes, he did. And he the put whole on heat team did. Mm-hmm. And he put on that um that shirt. Can't take that away from LeBron. Right, and he's not Jordan. Correct, and I right, and I think for a lot of people. Uh, it makes people mad because a lot of people will have his jersey on and still call him a nigger, but they don't want him to remind them that the, he is a nigger. Well, don't remind me that you a nigger. Yeah, don't ever, um, like I said, I don't really fuck with people that don't like LeBron. I mean, that's been my going standpoint for a long time. Correct. Uh, from, I, I can't remember which episodes early though, when we made the one where he doesn't owe you, mm-hmm. uh, shit. No, so. he doesn't. Yeah, I fuck with that dude, man. Me too. No matter where he goes or what team he's on, I support him. Mm-hmm. So that's dope. Um, Let's see what other news we have here. Oh, Pluto is a planet, and it always has been. No. In the same year the New Horizons mission was launched, Pluto was demoted to a dwarf planet by the International Astronomical Union. 
which said it did not meet the three criteria needed to be classified as a planet oh they didn't tell rick and morty that did they <laughs> nope since then there's been widespread debate about its declassification with a recent poll from the Howard Smithsonian Center showing that overwhelmingly people want Pluto to be redefined as a planet. The New Horizon spacecraft, due to the wake up on 6th December, will likely reignite this issue. The spacecraft will begin its flyby on Pluto in January, reaching its closest point to the planet in July. During the mission, it will collect huge amounts of data about Pluto and vastly expand our understanding of it. At the time of Pluto's demotion, there was a considerable resistance among the scientific community to the change, with strong opinions held on both sides. Alan Stern, New Horizons' principal investigator, has always maintained that Pluto is a planet. Speaking to IB Times UK ahead of the wake-up, he said that, ironically, the debate has worked in their favor by keeping Pluto in the forefront of people's minds. Frankly, the discussion about what is to be a planet helps bring people to the table. It's a human controversy, and it's something people can understand. That's not a lot of math or chemistry. Everyone can have their opinion. So in terms of public public engagement and interesting people in science, it's actually done us a favor because people will want to come along. If we're, we were going to uh, some other planet in the Cooper Belt, Kuiper Belt, all right, like Eris or Makimaki, or Sidna, okay? Who came up with these names? Aliens? Come on, guys. <laughs> no one knows the name, but Pluto, that's almost a brand. However, Stern also knows the question of Pluto being a planet should never have been arisen in the first place as astronomers are not well-placed to make that decision. You wouldn't let a podiatrist perform brain surgery, he said. <laughs> yes! Perfect. Good job, buddy. <laughs> me and him are smart we get that joke i guess so when you go to planetary science meetings you find the experts calling these objects planets because what else would you call them they've got atmospheres moons and rocky surfaces they have all the attributes of planets i don't find the controversy at all in my community it's just wild that the press took this hook line to sinker 10 years ago when the astronomers made their vote they just aren't the right crowd for this my friend who's a planetary scientist at mit it will uh, he said um, the thing that the public, the public may discover most is that Pluto was a planet all along. That's right. Pluto's still a planet, motherfuckers. And you can't take that away from us. Planet or not. Mm-hmm. Want to hear that bullshit? Uh, let's see. Uh, did you know smartphone theft is, in, is at epidemic levels now? What do you mean by that? People are stealing so many smartphones, it's an epidemic. About 369 per 100,000 individuals. Wait, hold on. Phone theft rate for 2013 is estimated to be about 369 per 100,000 individuals higher in cities. That's a problem that the FCC hopes to combat with the solution to that uh, problem. Uh, but the solution to that problem starts at home with you. Okay. While 36% of smartphone users secure their phone with a four-digit code, just 11% use a code load longer than four digits, a password, or an unlock pattern. Fully on, a third of those surveyed, surveyed took none of the list security precautions at all. Oh, so they're just walking around with their phone just wide open. Just wide ass open. Oh, no, I have to lock my, I even lock my notepad down because I was like, I got too much shit on here. I mean, shit, if you're mm-hmm. going to steal it, at least, shit, fuck, at least work to, work to hack it. 
improved security can definitely help deter thefts in cases where users set no passcode is a trivial matter to erase a phone turning around on the black market right while simple four digit passcodes can help slow that process down they are mathematically much easier to crack than longer more complicated passcodes technological measures have already begun making a dent apple for example uh introduced a new feature called activation lock as part of its ios 7 update in 2013 that feature prevents someone from disabling the find my iphone service erasing the device or reactivating an erase device in the six months after that update thefts of iphones decreased by around a quarter in new york san francisco and london wow that's dope because they was like uh you making this shit too hard i want some easy shit yeah i always assumed apple was probably on the side of letting shit get stole because you gotta go buy a new iphone but it yeah. sounds like they're uh, they're actively helping you fight against it. So I'll fuck with Apple. Right. And it's also one of those things where people complain and people's like, well, fuck you. I won't buy. Not trying to find They were like, I won't buy another Apple. Mm-hmm. You pissing the people off. They're like, I oh, fuck. I won't buy one. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> uh, let's see. Where, where everybody to set a strong passcode on their devices or were device makers to require users to set a passcode rather than merely suggesting it. It will be considered harder for thieves to resell phones elsewhere, though much is with automobiles. It wouldn't necessarily stop incidents where smartphones are disassembled, disassembled for parts. Yeah, I don't know why whenever you get your phone, it's not a requirement to set a passcode for your own protection. Mm-hmm. So secure your phones, guys. Um, Looks like people are, are getting their shit stole left and right out in these streets. Apparently so. No, it's easy to get your shit on there. Uh, Trey Riddell who is uh the florida politician we've talked about before who started that dumbass um test the drug i mean test welfare recipients government assistant people if you think drugs and politicians uh, uh, stop. uh to test um dr- uh welfare recipients for drugs before uh giving them their government like food stamps and all mm-hmm. that stuff and end up spending more money than what they were actually paying the people and his wife was over the program so correct she got all that government funding right just a huge waste of money right and it didn't even stop people states like was, it actually cost more than it saves states were losing money and the percentage of people was so small well, it was just florida it was just one state so the state lost money oh uh, okay um well he got busted with cocaine nigga what Yep, he's got busted on a charge of cocaine possession. Now, why his check from the government is okay and he can be on cocaine? Why I don't get it. They shut the shut shut that program down. Uh, I think they did. Okay. It re- it's really interesting. It came on the heels of Republicans voting on everyone who had access to food stamps get drug tested. Um, the House over the summer approved an amendment by Representative Richard Hudson. Uh, Republican North Carolina that will let states drug test people on food stamps. The amendment passed by vote voice vote, meaning members, individuals, yes and nays were not recorded. Raydell later voted in favor of a broader food stamp bill that included Hudson's measure. In support of the drug testing legislation, Hudson cited many state legislatures around the country that had considered similar requirements for other means tested programs in the recent years. I say if this is the case, the politicians should be tested right you get you get a check from our tax dollars too yes you do but you wouldn't want to do that no this is a clear and obvious problem in our communities as nearly 30 states have introduced legislation to drug tests for welfare programs Hudson said we have a more obligation to equip the states with the tools they need to discourage the use of illegal drugs 
But if you're going to be on assistance, odds are you fucking need it. You're not, if, you, if you're into drugs that bad, you're not looking for government assistance. Yeah, and not just, well, no, no, no. If you have a drug problem and you can't quit drugs, um, like, it's a bigger deal. It's bigger issues in your life than whether you get welfare or not. Honestly. Correct. Because you're looking for help, but it's one of those things where you're looking for, like, rehab help and things like that. Completely different type of help. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's just a very interesting thing. And then to find out, ta-da, this dude's a fucking hypocrite. Mm-hmm. They, a, 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 a lot of them are. Like like you say, they would never go for it. But, yeah, you're because you, they wouldn't consider the Senate, the the um, House representatives. They wouldn't consider what they're doing, quote, unquote, um, government assistance. But taxpayers' money is going to your job and what you're doing. And if we tested you for what you're doing, y'all would have a fit and vote that shit down. But then why do you think other people need to be tested also? And in some of these states, they're going to legalize drugs. So Correct. And it, and it goes to this idea that so many americans have which is one if i'm working as you know a politician if i'm if i have a job of some type and i'm on drugs that's different that's okay uh right i don't have a drug problem right no because i got well if it's prescription drugs it's not a drug problem Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh the other thing is this idea that people that are poor deserve to be poor correct it's all because they make bad choices it's Mm -hmm. nothing nothing else could possibly go wrong Mm -mm. so they have this idea in their head that they're going to sweep through all the people that go get their um welfare checks and there's just going to be just a ton of people on drugs and that's how they're going to avoid having to pay out these benefits Meanwhile, now these people don't have places to stay. People can't eat. Correct. You know, like I don't they know. don't disappear just because you don't assist them. Right. They don't go away. No, they don't. Uh, the state is, might save some money on that end, but then you're gonna spend money what locking them up. Right. Robbery. Spend money, uh, you know, assisting them when they're homeless and to help them get right. something to eat. Shelters and shit like yeah. that. So either way, you're gonna pay dog. Um, but uh, you know that. But that's just funny. It's just. There's this idea that the moral fiber of these people who have these, you know, uh, that aren't on welfare and shit are better. Meanwhile, this guy's on fucking coke. Correct. Um, Representative Jim McGovern, Democrat from Massachusetts, said, why don't we drug test all the members of Congress here? Force everybody to go urinate in a cup or see whether or not everybody is anybody's on drugs. Maybe that will explain why some of these amendments are coming up and why some of the votes are turning out the way they are. Uh, the fate of the food stamp drug testing provision is in the hands of the House Senate Conference Committee hashing out differences between food stamp and farm legislation that passed the two chambers. It's got a chance. Last year, Congress passed a law to set state drug tests, uh, to let states drug test some unemployment insurance recipients. Raydell apologized Tuesday for his cocaine bust and said he'd seek treatment. I struggle with the disease of alcoholism, and this led to an extremely irresponsible choice. Man, get the mm-hmm. fuck out of here. How about you lose your job? Yeah. yeah. Just like those people lose, lost their benefits, right? Right. Because okay. that's what you would do. Correct. Um. So, just crazy shit, man. Uh, speaking of crazy shit, 19 people got hospitalized after a, chemical, a possible chemical attack on a furry convention. Oh, why are they attacking the furries? Mm-hmm. Some people mind their business. Oh, you, th- you think furries is banned over there in England, too? 
uh england proud i'm surprised that wasn't on the list right costumes or something like that correct maybe that counts as dressing up as underage or some shit might be because only kids wear costumes okay but um the midwest fur fest 2014 december 5th to december 7th oh coming out rosemont illinois oh just passed yeah midwest fur fest is an annual convention that takes place in the suburbs of chicago illinois we come together to celebrate furry fandom that is art literature and performance based around anthropomorphic animals the roots of the fur fest line a furry program track on duncan an annual science fiction convention Eventually, the furry track became large enough to support us on convention. And in 1999, Midwest Furry Fandom Inc., our parent 501c3 nonprofit corporation, was created. Midwest Fur Fest was born shortly thereafter to take place in November of 2000 on the weekend before Thanksgiving, a date that has uh, that was to become traditional until this year's. Wow. So, furry convention, man. Mm-hmm um since then the convention has grown from 388 attendees in 2000 to 3904 in 2013 making it the second largest furry convention in the world midwest fur fest is proud to have raised over two hundred thousand dollars for various wildlife animal related charities since our inception our art show through the uh through silent and voice auctions routinely generates ten thousand dollars each year for the talented artists of the furry fandom well what's the largest then uh, I don't know what the first largest is. Um, but they were forced to flee a suburban Chicago hotel in full costume after it was hit with a seemingly deliberate chlorine gas leak. Who mm. wanna fucking furry haters hurt the furries, man? Nineteen people were sent to the hospital Sunday morning after the third alarm chemical leak was discovered near the tenth floor of the Hyatt Regency O'Hare. Um, according to CBS Chicago. Police described the leak as a consistent as consistent with an intentional act. Yeah, somebody knew they were there and didn't like it. Yeah, it was, sounds like it was terrorism. Mm-hmm. Probably Peter. Yeah. Oh, Peter probably mad. But see, they raise money for the animals. It don't matter. They're just enough ass animals, so you're discriminating the animals. Mm, like why y'all let some real animals in there on the tenth right, floor? Right, you mocking the animals. You know, you wouldn't animal let blackface. Mm-hmm. Y'all in animal face, just right, <laughs> pissing out the animals, right against their heritage. Uh, however, not everyone was concerned. We have a lot of customers out here with big fluffy costumes that'll keep people warm. One fur fan told Chicago WBM. So at this point, we're not worried. Man, attacking the furries, man. People mind their own business. Yeah, yeah that's crazy. I wonder. They didn't talk about the fucking. I mean, are the furries fucking, or is that just a stereotype that? keeps getting passed around they might not be at this convention but they do have some that, that they actually do fuck uh according to um the leaked sony documents because sony got hacked mm-hmm. uh they confirmed that adam sandler's films have no more value uh they just not really who? so that's obvious news right uh they need to tell the white people to keep going to his goddamn movies well, uh i went to see blended so it's constantly on my fault Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I have, I have not seen a current move from him in a very, very long time. They all look terrible, so I just opt out. Yeah, apparently there was 25 uh, pages of leaked documents. Some of them were pretty mean. Well, then my thing is, how does he keep getting approved for this? Does he spend his own money? I don't know. He doesn't spend his own money, no. Okay. Well, does uh, somebody keep approving this bullshit? It says uh, in the documents, be more focused and ruthless. 
in redirect indirecting our resources to businesses that will sustain the long-term health of spe i guess that's sony Mm -hmm. networks broadcast tv shows new movie franchises, digital distribution by the same token stop or reduce support for areas that have no more value sandler movies dvd there is a general blindness to the films we produce although we manage to produce an innovative film once in a while social network moneyball the girl with the dragon tattoo we continue to be saddled with the mundane formulaic adam sandler films Let's raise the bar a little on the films we produce and inspire employees that they are working on the next social network. That said, there's a strange dichotomy of encouraging us to be fiscally responsible, but then upper management allows certain talent and filmmakers to bleed us dry with their outlandish requests for private jets, wardrobe, and grooming stylists and are surprised when they are asked to work for more than five hours to promote their film. (laughs) Damn. It is TV and theatrical. I hope management looks closely at the money spent on development and term deals to ensure efficiency. There are a lot of term deal personnel as well as creative personnel, yet we only release a dozen or so Columbia pictures a year. For example, and we, and we, and will we still be paying for Adam Sandler? Why? Right. Smart people. No, this is why Sony PlayStation didn't work out, man. These bad decisions. Right. It is commendable that SPE understands, supports the importance of risk taking, particularly in how we pick films to green light. However, the studio needs to change deal structure that has been in place with Happy Madison. As this arranger has disproportionately benefited Adam Sandler and his team relative to SPE. Right. They're probably paying him because that shit probably still sells. And that's what everybody remembers him for. But shit has been terrible since that movie. Was that 20 years ago? That movie's old. Mm-hmm. that's just crazy man that motherfucker got uh <laughs> and they're asking the same questions we asking why the fuck is he still making motherfucking movies that don't make no money mm-hmm. or barely make money yeah um yeah here's a the other thing too is like we all know the joke the joke is that adam sandler makes bad movies how many what how many how many pictures is he signed up for like, does he know somebody there or what? You know, that connection gotta be. The gotta movies can't be. be making money at this nope. point because the fucking cast is star studded, so he's spending all the money on those people. Mm-hmm. Adam just going on vacation now. It's like an open joke. He talks about it, right? And they keep signing, and they think they think y'all keep signing these motherfucking contracts. Like y'all need to literally stop making these motherfucking films. Let's talk about some advice. Somebody wrote, "Dear Prudy," some advice for some advice. Okay. Her weight problem, not mine. Uh Uh-oh. Over Thanksgiving, I volunteered to host my relatives. This included my cousin, who used to be a plus-size woman, had gastric bypass five years ago, and now believes in fat shaming. She targets me especially because of the fact I'm a plus-size woman, too, but love my body. During Thanksgiving, she talked about my weight to anyone that would listen, even after I told her to stop it. I'm ashamed to say that after she made a reference to my black swimsuit as a shamu suit, damn! (laughs) Ha-ha! shit that's evil that's insulting my my temper got the better of me and i grabbed some mashed potatoes with my hands and started throwing them at her screaming that she was hateful horrible person and tossed her out of my house now that the dust has settled my family feels i owe her an apology for what and an invitation to spend christmas with me please help me get them Mm -hmm. off my back already nope 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 that's your advice nope how <laughs> you gonna tell me what I will and won't, won't put up with, with my motherfucking house? This is my goddamn house. You ain't gonna come in here and sit in my house and insult me and think your black ass is gonna gonna uh, be here and then my friend tell my you ain't got to put up with the bullshit. Nope. Mm-mm. 
um yeah man and this just reminds me like stop spending holidays with the people who make you miserable yep i like 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 lily yes because like i said and this thanksgiving lily was one of the best thanksgiving we've had and it was us and rodney and his wife and roger's mom and dad and their friends and it was the best i'm really thinking about from now on during the holidays time inviting uh some of the friends that live here in north carolina and just doing something here at the house and mm-hmm. one of those things where it's like i want to be around people that want to be around me i'm not about that negativity because all families aren't like this and bless you if you got a family where y'all get together y'all love on each other nobody fall out or nobody cuss out ain't nobody holding no 25 year grudges ain't nobody telling you every time they see you especially being a woman have you had no have you had no kids yet why why have you been back got married yet how you know and and then you know uh, why why you uh, by yourself are you happy being by yourself are are you gay? Are you lesbian? Are you bi? All the other fucking bullshit that you didn't come here. All you want to do is eat your turkey and your dressing and enjoy the family and take your ass home. But instead, it's always the fuck shit. So, you know, my conclusion is yes, be around people you want to be around. It. And I don't know. I, I'm to the point where I'm too old to deal with bullshit. And if you're going to come here, it's put like this, especially in my goddamn house. And I'm at your house, I'll leave. But you're not going to do it in my house. And I don't have to invite you anywhere. Mm-hmm. Do you want to hear Prudence's advice? What is she saying? She probably thought of yeah. Now I'm kind of sad that <laughs> now I'm kind of sad that my now I'm kind of sad that my family's Thanksgiving was so civilized, and that no one got a bowl of sauerkraut and dumped it on anyone's head. I can totally understand how instead of passing the potatoes, you decide to pass to toss the potatoes at her. Your cousin is a despicable person. What you have to do, what you have to do with people with such people when you're forced to share space with them is walk away. I understand you were highly provoked, but you should have kept in mind that in her attempts to fat shame you, she was actually shaming herself. Unfortunately, you made it physical. So be the better person and apologize for losing it. But as for Christmas, unless in response to you, she gives you a full bodied apology in which she explains she now sees how cruel and insulting she has been. I don't see any reason for you to invite someone to your home who rejoices in making you miserable. Good. I wouldn't even have told her to apologize. To be no, honest. no, no. I yeah, yeah. You no, no, no. It's 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 one it's one of those things where people say fuck shit, but people really don't think people gonna put them hands on you. Mm-hmm. And when people put them hands on you, it takes it to a whole nother level. Everybody want to act shocked and surprised because you said some fuck shit and it's your motherfucking family. You know, so it's it's just it's it's just one of those things where, and I guarantee you that she's probably been doing this bullshit for years. You know what I'm saying? Like like mm-hmm. this is not a one time thing, and that's the thing when you snap like this. This has probably been years, weeks, and months of you just letting shit roll. You just walking away, trying to be the bigger person, trying to you know what I mean. But it comes to a point where you're like, you know what? Fuck it. Today is the day I put these motherfucking hands on you to let you know you need to shut your goddamn mouth around me. I bet you you won't call my my big ass little move no motherfucking more, will you? Right. no yeah and the thing is like people are already are so sensitive about weight right uh, at that time of year um you know when you're dealing with um family some of you haven't seen all year right you're gonna be eating so people are gonna be making these jokes and they're gonna be right. talking you know all kinds of shit and it's like why put this into my life the you know for um you know for some shit i don't want to deal with you know, like I barely see you, and then the one time I see you, you're judging the fuck out of me the whole time. Right. Especially if somebody you formerly used to be fat your fucking self. Cool. You got surgery, 
and now you're gonna come to my house and judge me and i'm not walking around feeling ashamed or bad about my way i'm pleased but if you needle me if you needle anybody about any topic eventually they will lash out you know correct correct and and i think um i think for me too that's also another reason why especially a lot of older people a lot of older people are just mean and cruel and they just tell you shit just because and it's just one of those things where you're like you know what fuck you pop pop fuck you grandma i don't got to be here then about why don't you come by motherfucker learn how to talk to people that's why learn how to talk to somebody and maybe i bring my black ass around but until you learn how to talk to, i don't have to be here you know it's like one of the things you ain't got to hit me but once mm-hmm. uh, you ain't got to insult me but one time for me to take my ass somewhere else you put like this you ought to be uh honored that i uh bought my presence to you i don't have to be here mm-hmm. what, no. what you know maybe that's just me what, what about me staying my black ass at home don't you understand now i do have a suggestion for people like this gotta hook up with this guy named nick schmidt he's a man in texas with no plans for thanksgiving so he posted an ad on craigslist offering his services as a prospective date from hell available to attend a family gathering on thursday and promised to cause a major scene nick schmidt (laughs) posted his one-of-a-kind offer in the casual encounter section of craigslist nashville on thursday in the post titled alone on thanksgiving mad at your dad read on schmidt (laughs) describes himself as a 28 year old felon with no high school degree and a dirty old van one year younger than me painted like eddie van helen's guitar uh he said he dreamed up his invitation to torment your family while joking about his lack of thanksgiving plans with his co-workers originally from kansas smith works as a sous chef at holiday inn nashville uh, airport in his craigslist ad schmidt said he can play anywhere between the ages of 20 and 29 depending on if i shave and listed a series of hilarious scenarios he is willing to stage these included openly hit on other female guests while you act like you didn't notice start discussions about politics and or religion oh lord you want to fight propose to you in front of everyone Ah. pretend to be really drunk as the evening goes on start an actual physical fight with a family member either inside or on the front line for all the neighbors to see (laughs) front lawn uh smith ended his comedy ad by claiming that he would require no fee for his boyfriend from hell routine save for thanksgiving dinner Craig's, the craigslist ad was made as a joke but it proved smith was the real uh with a real response and he has found a woman eager to take him home to meet the family uh-huh. i got a real response the next day offering me to come to a girl's thanksgiving get together with her roommate and friends and then go over to her parents house eat food shoot guns have a good time so i took her up on it and we still had the plan set she offered to drive and everything added smith who has a don't hire tattooed across his knuckles uh, <laughs> could you imagine that dinner he has promised to live tweet about th- his thanksgiving experience uh experience at nikki is taken um so that's hilarious man and somebody actually found that shit who was the person that was combing the craigslist and was like oh shit i think i might call him i like it um because if i had the shamu aunt you know like what if i had that trick at my thanksgiving talking shit oh mm-hmm. i would definitely bring nick and be like fight her mm-hmm. like start some stove potatoes at her for me you know try to hit on her do a bunch of shit i don't care nope don't give a damn yeah um kirk cameron tried to fool rotten tomatoes and it backfired 
kirk cameron of course is uh the super religious um actor he used to be uh mike seaver on uh fuck what's the name of that movie that can't remember his original show that he was on anymore but uh one of those 80 sitcoms and shit Mm um now it's gonna bother me out there i gotta that's gonna bother me uh cameron because i know it wasn't family ties that was Mm -mm. um that was uh michael j fox Fox. Mm um let's see growing pains growing pains mike seaver the coolest he was the coolest mm-hmm. thought mike c was getting all the pussy apparently he's a pussy um Hi, and he ain't getting none so apparently um he is losing a battle to save christmas from the gays or whatever uh with his uh new movie uh 92 percent of the people who professionally tell you which movies not to see have strongly suggested that you not go see his saving christmas movie it doesn't bode well for the film's chances of catching on outside its target audience. Um, so Cameron, who apparently made $2 million on his uh, movie so far, fought back against critical consensus by asking his fans to overwhelm Rotten Tomatoes with positive reviews. All of you who love saving Christmas, go rate it at Rotten Tomatoes right now. Send the message to all the critics that we decide what movies we want our family to see. It's 2,000 of you out of almost 2 million on this page. So if 2,000 of y'all out of the 2 million on this page take a minute to rate Saving Christmas, it will give the film a huge boost and more will see it as a result. Yeah, people do this all the time, don't they? I don't think so. I don't think you're supposed to openly campaign. Oh, the, 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 okay, to send people to it. If people go, they go out there on the court, not because you like push people to go see it yeah okay and they was like you can't do that (laughs) uh looking at rotten tomatoes and his thing now uh the audience score has 32 percent the critic score has zero oh zero percent oh the critics oh shit oh oh that movie must have been terrible i'm gonna give it a half a star right now I know I didn't see it, but you better than the critics. I'm an official critic, so fuck yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it backfired and people started actually going there and moving it down. Ah! <laughs> so oh, they moved it down. They, That's how I got to thirty. Probably at fifty, they took that shit down to thirty-two. They had to take it down. Oh man, <laughs> what a fucking idiot, man! Trying to game the damn system, man. Right. All right um let's see should we what, how much time are we in uh 145 i guess we do a couple more stories uh holly berry said that her ex-husband trying to make her baby white by bleaching her hair and turning it blonde what she crazy uh well she said she found proof she found the hairbrush what did i gotta do with the baby hair color she's saying it's naturally brown and curly and, and dark and gabriel aubrey her ex-husband is trying to make her look white. She's furious with him for straightening Nala's curly natural hair, lightening it with highlights, and she is convinced it's because he does not want the girl to appear to be African-American. Hallie didn't show in court Monday morning, but her lawyer did, along with Gabriel, and a lot of arguing, the judge ruled neither Hallie nor Gabriel could change, could change her Nala's look from his natural state, so the judge is allowing Nala's hair to grow back naturally. And remember, she's the one paying um, 
child support in this situation okay okay so she feels like hey you know i get to decide um and this is one of those things you know where you have split custody um so you know you you gotta deal with the outcome Mm-hmm. um but yeah she said uh she's sending her daughter's hair off to a lab in search of evidence to see if he put chemical treatments on nyla's hair not that she can be able to tell because you, you know? know you have all the ph balance and stuff on the hair it's funny to me because it's like you got with this dude y'all had a baby together mm-hmm. did you not think about how you're gonna raise your kid like mm-hmm. most people don't. was this not a conversation that you had at some point like nip, 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 nip. We you know too busy trying to fuck why are we gonna be concerned about a kid after the fact yeah um so uh we haven't really talked about it on the show i don't and this and i just want to acknowledge it because i don't really have much to say but mm-hmm. tamar rice 12 year old boy got shot and killed by a cleveland police uh he was playing with a bb well some type of bb gun a fake gun but instead of the red thing that's supposed to have on the end it looked like a real gun mm-hmm. and he was aiming it at people in the park someone called the police on him uh police showed up even though they were told on the phone call that's probably a fake gun it wasn't related to the police on the scene the police say they told him to drop the gun three times and then they shot him but if you look at the video it, they literally pull up hop out the car and shoot him right away oh um and he has the gun tucked into his back pocket or whatever mm-hmm. back jeans and it looks like he's like they tell him like i don't know to put the gun on the ground or or whatever and it looks like he reaches to show him that it's fake and then they kill him um so that's a huge controversy i don't know what to say i don't know what to say like i don't know what to say that kid like had oh something that looked like a gun i i can't even believe parents can play like i can't believe that can be sold in the u.s to a kid mm-hmm, all kinds of fake you know news. um that like that in itself is insane to me that's why they make the this- state is an open carry state so i and i guess kids can open carry i don't know what the rule is there no that's why a lot of the toy guns they make them bright orange and yellow like yeah. they purposely make them bright colors yeah i mean i would never buy kids some shit like that um personally um, but at the same time, I don't believe those cops story that they told him drop the gun three times. And Mm-mm. I mean, you see the video, it doesn't look like any of that shit took place. It's just really roll up, shoot, you know, they hopped out the car. Like it was a fucking movie, you know? So I don't know. I don't know what you, you say to some shit like that. You know, um, he's dead. Uh, it's just kids. Parents ain't, they lost a son. Correct. You know, they lost a child so all right let's get some more news that fell through the cracks uh rose mcgowan mm-hmm. uh clarifies her uh statements uh about some gay people okay um so apparently um rose mcgowan arrived on the topic of uh talking about gay men because she said gay men are mis- are as misogynistic as straight men if not more so i have an indictment of the gay community right now I'm actually really upset with them. McGowan arrived on the topic while defending her choice to defy the boycott of the Beverly Hills Hotel this summer by throwing a party there. That that hotel is owned by the Sultan of Brunei, which implemented a Sharia law penalty uh, penal code earlier this year that includes prescribed stoning for those convicted of sodomy. 
mcgowan went on to voice her displeasure and what she sees as gays apathy towards other causes saying that she had heard nobody in the gay community no gay males standing up for women on any level she eventually landed on i see now people who have basically fought for the right to stand on top of a float wearing an orange speedo and talking and taking molly gay misogyny is a huge problem listen if you want to go to the hotel because the towels are soft just take your ass to the hotel and don't say shit (laughs) and enjoy them towels because you sound like a motherfucking fool they didn't stand up for other people's causes so why would i stand up for their cause that's the motherfucking problem in the first place right that's one of the reasons i hate the ally word right because you only doing shit for reciprocal for reciprocity you're not doing it out of goodness of your heart you don't really care and the second that it doesn't align with your cause and you can go do some shit that you want to do right you're gonna go do the shit you want to do and flip it on them like it's their problem correct like what an asshole nobody wants you to have their back at this rate um so pink news reports in her words her words sent shockwaves across the internet particularly as gay population who sighed a coordinated sigh and thought of a coordinated thought you were in jawbreaker you we thought you were our friend later in the day mcgowan took to the advocate site to clarify her words which she up top called a dumb generalization could i have articulated my frustration in a better fashion she wrote undoubtedly for that i apologize but i stand by my overall point the rights that have been earned by the community are simple civil rights. What? The rights that have earned, been earned by the community are simple civil rights. What did I do with her original statement? Yeah. I don't know, man. Um, but I, I hope she's not trying to act like she's took a stand because she went to that hotel. Because uh, if that's the case, do you agree with the Sultan of Brunei that there should be a Sharia law penal code? No. Well then, come on. You you just went to the hotel and then you got caught on and you got defensive as fuck. But you know, Rose McGowan, man, that's that's a big what, what an idiot. There ain't no telling who owns these hotels. We just don't know. Spotify might be getting um might be getting a podcast. Yes. Um. So, but most people already have. Most people that are heavily into podcasts. Normally, I already have like the catchers, but for people that are on Spotify that don't know much about podcasting, we'll actually branch off into it. Spotify's upcoming integration with Uber getting announced formally today is not the only development the music streaming service is planning to grow its business. The company has plans for podcast a podcasting service as well as a yet undetermined feature that is currently set up under the name Magic. The features uncovered in a developer build of the app sit alongside code that also allow a uh, show spotify uh the spotify end of the uber integration on friday they revealed the uber side of the spotify service which will let users stream their spotify music as they come into an uber car hmm. the, the news comes at a key moment for spotify the company last value november 2013 around four billion dollars has long been believed to be implanted an ipo on that front we have heard that it's recently been looking to hire talent to help it through that process more immediately has been strategizing about how to best position itself in the face of competition from companies like Apple, bad PR from huge pop stars, and wider skepticism about the business model around digital music. And this actually is smart because it's one of those things where it's like, hey, like you say, you have people taking down your music, but yet you now you're going to have a whole people that are going to come that might not actually be there for the music and branch off into the music and people that are there for the music that branch into the apps, almost like a cross thing. 
the new features were uncovered by ethan lee the same developer who had found spotify's early work to import apps built on the spotify api aggregated in his desktop based app finder app store to his mobile app those attempts as we know now were never rolled out because spotify ultimately changed his mind about how to best grow his user base and engagement in fact the company has now decided to shut down the app finder altogether uh he says that just as they were once there were once code that pointed to plans for the app finder in spotify's app the new features are buried in the code for spotify 2.0 which was simply described as offering improvements and bug fixes with this new release so cool man maybe we'll get we'll be able to listen to podcasts on spotify i wonder is it something that you have to sign up for or does uh, no does it sounds it, like it'll it, be an innate feature like, like it'll catch like the some of the other stuff what do you mean like like you know how oh you mean if we have to submit our podcast right because well, you know that's, how some, that's that's all technical shit that oh, people don't need to hear um, okay okay no problem no problem i know some, some <laughs> sometimes when it comes to it some some things just catch and then sometimes you have to apply so i didn't know yeah that's all shit that people don't need to know um so uh ex-gay minister married his male partner well, you know the ex-gay ministers the ones that do like hey we're gonna save you from being gay he gay now. He XX gay. He did not get delivered. <laughs> I've been re-delivered. <laughs> I like men's again. And I've always liked them. <laughs> I didn't want them to be delivered. I don't like men's no less. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I've been returned to send it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back I, where I belong. I will carry a purse. I will suck a dick. I will put on some makeup. I realized this week that my relationship with Larry is a mirror I see every day, wrote Smith on Facebook. For most of my life, the mirror I saw reflected my mistakes, shortcomings, and failures. The reflection I see today with Larry shows me the positive things of my life, my strengths, gifts, and talents. For more than a decade, Smith sat on the board of directors of Exodus International, an umbrella network uniting nearly 300 gay conversion ministries around the world. In 2013, Exodus president Alan Chambers dissolved the organization, extensively apologizing for the pain and hurt he caused the LGBT community and admitting his ongoing same-sex attractions. So even he realized it was bullshit. Mm-hmm. As same-sex marriage is still illegal in their home state of Texas, Smith and McQueen drove to neighboring Oklahoma to be wed. At this time, our federal government recognized our legal marriage. We hope that Texas uh, will soon accept our marriage as legitimate and legal. Uh, it's it's just fucked up because, like, d- these dudes, like, cause so much pain in so many people's lives. But I guess they were in pain and denial of their own. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's good that they at least at some point came out and was like, yeah, this is, we shouldn't have did this, you know, or at least, you know, I don't know if he said he shouldn't have done it, but he's like, you know, we off this. Correct. Um, Austin police, uh, have been caught forgetting that they, you know, have a dash cam that records video and audio uh so they were having a conversation that got recorded and made the local news oh shit but it's not your investigation oh it is no it's her investigation it's her statement 
You're missing a statement. Well, put it this way. You got to, you got to, you got to put unit number two in there. You got to put the, his statement in there. No, unit number two was uncooperative and never talked to me. Only talked to. Ah, uh, it's too. I don't like the sound. But anyway, here's the conversation. Officer number one uh, says, uh, um. Either that or you think that because we turn a blind eye towards everything. Officer two, or that. Officer one, fuck it, who cares? Officer two, or that. It could be that. Officer one, I want to report a robbery. You probably deserved it. Um, this is when they were joking about if they were allowed to ride out for a week, uh, and how they would really get the, ba- the bad guys. Um, and, they, <laughs> and how they would, ah! and they would ignore every crime report. I know they would. At this point, they know him anyway. Hey, most a lot of them. At this point, an attractive female passes by the car, and you hear one of the oh cops Lord. say something about a rape whistle. Then this, look at that girl over there. Officer blows whistle. Go ahead and call the cops. They can't unrape you. Ha 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 ha. You don't turn your camera off. You didn't turn your camera off, did you? And the officer two says they can't unrape you. So I'm assuming. Ah! I'm assuming. I'm assuming. Officer one was like, nigga, your ass about to get in trouble. The other two, like, they cannot rape you. What? What's so funny? Um, dog, uh, I hope you know you ain't turn your goddamn camera off. He did not turn off the camera, which meant the footage of the rape joke was available through an open records request and quickly made his way on the Austin NBC news station KXAN. I know it did. The news watched that shit. Mm-hmm. Cause they want you to fuck up. They were sitting up there like, mm, they can't unrape you, huh? Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da
The department statement of us ended by saying the attitude and commentary depicted within this video are not consistent with the level of professionalism we expect of our officers and does not represent the values of the Austin Police Department. In the studio, Angie Bevan, KXAN News. Mm-hmm. If it's authentic word. Right. That's what we we trying now. We're trying to figure out what is these some fake officers. Right. They got the actual police off. Is he on the force? Oh, okay then. Uh all right, man. Let's uh play our game so we can get out of here. Um we'll take the day off from the Kazi show for for time purposes. Oh, okay. Um uh let's see, where's my music? That don't mean it didn't rape, y'all. Huh? I said that don't mean it didn't rape. We just take it a day off. Yeah, I, well, you know, let's just do it. Fuck it. You we sure? Can do, we can do one. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Karen, pick a number. We gonna go with lucky number seven. Number seven. Uh, every time we pick this one, it's always when we don't have the time. But it's a uh, Bill Cosby controversy a decade in the making. And it basically just goes through the timeline oh, we'll of all the different assaults. And oh. it starts with the 2005 assault. Uh, we'll do this that, on another date in? No, 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 no. Okay. Just talk about it. I mean, we can talk about it generally. Because we've gone through every story just about. Tamara okay. Green appeared on NBC's Today Show February 2010, 2005. Mm-hmm. February 10, 2005, uh, saying that uh, Constance, uh, that's that's the lady who originally started this. Mm-hmm. Uh, she worked for Temple University. But uh, she said that Constance's allegation about being drugged and assaulted compelled her to speak publicly about the encounter that she had. And then it kind of, you know, it kind of spitballed in, in the the controversy we have now mm-hmm. until Hannibal Burris made that joke. Um, Hugh Hefner. Wait, no, let me find another one. Uh, Cosby, uh, has postponed his Iowa performance indefinitely. And ticket holders will receive a refund. And that's everybody yeah, getting their money back. Ain't they? Yeah. That, I mean, there you go. That's loss of money across the board. He losing money. And when you losing money, like everybody losing money. So he, they had to give the money back to the fans of Cosby who were waiting. Right. And I would be mad if you was like his opening act and all that shit. And you was like, fuck, now I don't get goddamn paid because you want to rape bitches? Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's uh, now let's get back to uh, to our games. Uh, let's start with uh, fucking with black people. We're just fucking with those blackest folks. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. It's time to play the game that we all hate to play. It's fucking with black people. Where we read articles from all over the place. And we assign points from 0 to 100 in intervals of 25 for how much we feel fucked with as black people. Today's contestants, everybody. All right. Uh, Pick a number, Karen. We gonna go. We gonna do seven again. Uh, Chief Lieutenant suspended over Ku Klux Klan video. Oh my! Yeah, Chief 100. Police Lieutenant. Um, a Charleston, West Virginia police lieutenant has been placed on paid administrative leave amid an event. Hey, <laughs> paid. 
What? We pay you to be racist now? I didn't know that was hot in the streets. Well, that's kind of the description of the job, isn't it? Right. Uh, Amir reports uh, an investigation in a racially insensitive video he is said to have made. The Charleston Gazette reports that Lieutenant Sean Williams... Uh, was suspended last week after police found a video on Williams' computer. The video allegedly shows Williams' young daughter donning a police uniform as a Ku Klux Klan song plays in the background and a man, apparently Williams, asks his daughter's questions according to the report. Derogatory racial language can be heard in the video. In the video, the song refrain repeats, stand up and be counted, show the world that you're a man, stand up and be counted, go with the Ku Klux Klan. Ah! With his daughter, man. Wow. That's I, I despicable. I didn't know they had theme music. My Teaching bad. Teaching hate at a young, young age, man. Passing it down. Williams is blaming the firestorm on his divorce. My wife and I are in the middle of a difficult, painful divorce. Neither of us can or should disclose or comment on deeply personal matters involving our children who are my first concern. These matters involve a sealed court proceeding. What does that fuck got that got to do with the KKK? Well, you know how sometimes you get divorced, you got to dress your kid up in a police uniform, play KKK songs, and take video of it. Apparently so. He's a 16-year veteran of the force. In the foul footage report featured in a report by local station KLWTV, he spoke in terms that sounded particularly chilling in light of the new allegations. We like to think we're doing a pretty good job of keeping the riffraff out of here, William said. <laughs> Apparently not good enough. Uh, well, he's probably talking about niggers, Karen. Pretty sure that's the riffraff he's worried about. Oh, I said guest the race in the chat room. My friend, this is not guest the race, y'all, because yeah. he's white. My bad. Uh, someone named Malik Malzone wrote for the Huffington Post, the silence of the black white musicians. Um, and basically talking about how, um, all these artists that, um, kind of dabbling it out of having a you know making black music and has a black audience um aren't saying shit about ferguson eric garner michael brown tamar rice because they don't care you know what's also like what's also amazing to me though is there's a ton of black musicians that haven't said shit and that's correct too you know like i don't like Motherfuckers just making that money. They don't really seem to care. Um, they don't want to fuck up with their money. Plus, I think some of them will almost sound fucking hypocritical to some extent. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you, but the thing is, though, we are black and we do care. I guess these motherfuckers, to me, have always dabbled in and out of black culture. Yeah, I've never they, really considered them black. And I think nope. if anything, they kind of, um, not that I would ever consider any white person black necessarily, but mm-hmm. if anything, they've kind of reaped the benefits of the idea that black people no longer control the culture. Correct. Um, so it's not really black people putting these guys on a pedestal. Mm-hmm. So I don't expect Iggy Azalea to say anything about, um, you know, uh, Ferguson or any of this shit, even though, you know it, it, like honestly I, people were getting mad at her Mm-mm. but people just are mad at her no matter what she does right because they don't so like her which that, is completely right. different they don't want to they don't want to be honest about that that it's like if that motherfucker came out in a fucking i can't breathe shirt twitter would break and someone would find her and hurt her because they don't want to see that shit either like there's certain people i don't mind not being in the conversation and justin be part of me but Justin Bieber and Macklemore, I could do without being in this conversation. If 
you know if you don't care genuinely you don't want to research and know how to talk about these topics then 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 shut up fall back don't say anything or just show up and be in the background you know what i mean if you don't know how to talk about it uh because and obviously you don't because y'all ain't said shit yet you know macklemore did the best thing which was show up to ferguson and people got in his shit for showing up late like what took you so long you know meanwhile i don't know a black person that has the macklemore album (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like i don't know any nigga that got that back we, we didn't make him number one right so you know i just think people black people are really more mad at the fact that we don't get to be the gatekeepers of what's cool anymore and that i think that bothers a lot of people not but like this we were never the gatekeepers from the beginning we were just it's sad but we were puppets and people watched us imitated us and repackage what we already naturally do to present it to the masses and then the masses are attracted to it and then the not the people that created it but the people that mimicked uh the original artists are the people that get the credit for it not the artist so you know what though for hip-hop i think that's that's taken a lot away from us karen i think black people were the keepers of cool we were the people that decided when someone had to get the fuck out of the paint and look at vanilla ice white people didn't realize he wasn't cool till black people was like Mm-mm, that's enough for him and <laughs> even though black people didn't buy his album it was it was enough that black people didn't like him that white people were like i don't want this motherfucker's album no more apparently this isn't cool true but but at the same time the, the reason why i say maybe i might be wrong but the reason why i say we were never the quote-unquote gatekeepers because at the end of the day now black people are in the point and we still not where we need to be we can make financial decisions but years ago we might have been the creators of it and the starters of it but when it came to pushing stuff to the masses we didn't have that power we never had that power i know what you're saying i'm just saying determining what who buys what there was a time when black people influenced who bought what because we decided what was in and what was out you know what i'm saying okay like, okay like white people were always kind of following behind so it's like we say mc hammer is no longer cool white people like i like mc hammer <laughs> you know mc hammer headlined a nascar event like what six years ago because mm-hmm. white people love mc hammer yes they do niggas decided it was done he was done on these streets and there's nothing he could do to get back in anybody's good graces Mm-mm. you know he's a running joke for a while so yes I feel like that time has passed. That's true. Because at this point, Iggy is a running joke to us. Yes, she is. She's the number one female hip hop artist. That, that not according to us, but yes. But that's my point. It doesn't matter what we think anymore. It used Correct. to matter. Correct. Now, okay. Now I that, think those now times have passed. And we're no longer the gatekeepers of cool of. Okay, the gatekeepers you know. of cool. Okay, I'm with you yeah, now. I, I know you... we're not the industry gatekeeper. We no, we don't normally sign people. Distribute okay, people. and that was you know. my point. I was like, uh. Uh-uh. But it's just as far as a, oh, black people fuck with this, so I want to. I think Iggy has been assigned to that pass. Macklemore has been assigned to that pass. Mm-hmm. I don't really measure the Grammys, honestly. Mm-hmm. I think people. A lot of people are fighting a losing battle, even looking at the Grammys as something to define hip hop by. Correct. It, it never has. Nope, it never will. Yeah, I don't even think Public Enemy's ever been nominated. Um, so you know that that's stupid, and that's, I, and that's your fault if you're looking at the Grammys as the measurement. Correct. But I'm just I'm just saying in general, there used to be a time where you could kind of stop the success of these people 
by just being like oh that motherfucker's whack and enough black people say that and they are whack and nobody ever does it but not anymore nope them days is over okay now that standpoint we agree yes so uh and you know like i said in in large parts some of them are just imitating some of the artists that have decided to stay out of this conversation that are that are black that are like i don't want nothing to deal with this shit correct um anyway uh 100 for everybody today for me 100 for the kkk officer and 100 for the white musicians that don't want to talk about ferguson i mean i still fucked with what about you karen uh do you did you give a rating oh yeah oh yeah i'm I'm fucked with them on both ends but it's just one maybe just me it's just one of those things where i don't have the expectations of people uh speaking out on a lot of things especially if they think no matter the color skin they think they'll fuck with their money if people speak out i'm shocked and surprised because a lot of people don't want to fuck with their money well not just that just because you make money don't mean you care about black people correct just because you take you know it is not even at this point you can't even make the argument that it's black money no it's not so why should they care i don't even get Matter of fact, I'll I take it back down to 50, man. I'm not even fucking with that much about white artists not talking about race. Mm-mm. Why would Malcolm Moore talk about it? Right. Why would I even ex- in his demo? Right. Why would I expect him to care? Yeah. we I, Honestly, I can understand him not even having respect for, uh, you know, black people uh, beyond anything to do with hip hop. Because what the fuck does that matter to his life? Uh, anyway. Now that is time for some guest race. That's right, it's guest race time. Now that is time for some guest race. That's right, it's guest race time. That's right, it's time for guest the race. The number one game show going across all the podcast land where we read or play news articles from all over the globe, and we ask our contestants today, the chat room, to guess the race. And the chat room was racist. <clears throat> All right. Let's see. A girl was kicked out of a Utah charity event for wearing pants. She's a high school girl. What, what is this? Uh, UK porn? <laughs> uh, apparently, I mean, I guess in a way it must be um trying to wait for this video to load um but uh yeah it was uh KUTV is reporting um on this tragedy where a young girl was put in her place told that she can't wear pants an honor student volunteering for a charitable event is turned away at the door when she shows up wearing a pantsuit yeah the skyline high school student was told that female volunteers can't wear dress for us tonight what was wrong with the pants Chris? Well, the Festival of Trees, an organization that raises money for primary children's hospitals, says, you know, it's just the way they've done it for the last 40 years. And they say having women wearing dresses and men wearing slacks and ties is just good for the business. I was so excited. High schooler Ellie Kaiser. I love this event. Is beaming. I think it's just such a great opportunity. As she puts on her best business attire. I feel like it's it's comfortable and it's professional and it's modest. And heads to the Southtown Expo Center as a volunteer for the Festival of Trees. Said, hi, I'm from Skyline. I'm ready to volunteer. And she just said, we don't allow pants. You see, for 44 years, 
Festival of Trees organizers have required male volunteers to wear slacks and females to wear dresses. I just kind of was startled. Organizers say the charity believes a dress on a volunteer helps distinguish her from the general public, even though all volunteers wear tags indicating that they're with the festival. I think that it's just a way of enforcing really strict stereotypes on genders and these these really aren't reasonable rules. Festival right. officials say they didn't want to be unreasonable with Ellie and presented an alternative for her. They said, oh, you can wear this skirt we have in the back. It's really cute. You can even wear it over your pants if you want. So rather than sporting what? a pair of slacks under a dress, Ellie leaves. I came home crying, actually. She was upset. Ellie's parents are perplexed. It seems sad to me that you'd... Uh, turn away a capable volunteer who was uh, professionally dressed. Tonight, Ellie is preparing for college interviews. Georgetown and American University are on her short list. She plans on wearing this suit to those interviews. Women wearing pants has been uh, a really prominent way that we've shown that we are equal to men, we can do the same work as men, and we deserve the same rights as men. So Ellie says that uh, Festival of Trees does a great thing. They do a, uh, provide a great service to the community, and she says she would be more than happy to volunteer with the organization again if there's a change in the dress code. Guys, back to you. All right, Chris. Thank you very much. Oh, um, what's fucked up about it? I bet you they probably don't have anywhere written on their things that that this is a rule. Mm, mm, People probably just mm. know, you know, out of tradition, this is what they do. Yeah, and then so many people don't expect you to fight it. Right. So, you know, they don't expect... And how the fuck you have an emergency skirt? I don't want to wear no shit you got in the back. Right. Uh, Linda Brothers says, Snow Ho. Sparta says, a press white angel oh, on her way to college to practice to be a lesbian. Oh. <laughs> Festival of Trees, that's some white folks shit, says Shauna. Uh, one who would bring a black guy home for homecoming to make her father mad, Becky White says Markham. Aww. Dr. Dostak says we've always done it this way. One of the, one who said that in opposing civil rights movement. Another tradition, no blacks white, whiter than the facts Atlanta, uh, fo fake Atlanta accents, Igloo Australia raps in. Yeah. How you do that? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to uh, Andy. Uh, future wife of a black NBA player. Uh, pumpkin Spice White. Coach uh, tried to push her into the pool before the event white. The correct Aww. answer is white. Yeah, everybody got that one correct. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'd have been mad, too. Yeah, I mean, it's so Who antiquated. Cares? Um, and 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 the thing is like you say so you know i got a name tag identifying myself pants nope in fact it's probably who knows what they're going to have you doing and some people just feel more comfortable wearing pants you can be squatting and bending i mean you're a fucking volunteer mm -hmm. so it's <sighs> i don't even know what you're supposed to do you know what i mean uh all right so here's another one this happened in round rock texas uh and this is when my computer starts moving slow. Maybe I should close this browser and try to open it back up. Yeah, let's. Oh, uh, well, well, maybe it'll play. Uh, let's give it a second here and see what happens. But uh, a Round Rock woman discovered her daughter was sexually assaulted after a video of her naked daughter showed up on her Facebook feed. That's a hell of a way to find out. I mean, do you like that? 
I mean, share. Do you like tag the police to that Facebook status? Ah, you know, at police. What the fuck? You know, WTF? You know, uh, actually, let me close it and open it back up. Let's give it a second. Uh, let me find some music to play as a break. Here you go. <laughs> Alright, cool. Well, I guess you play now. Okay. Um, let's see if we can get this news report going. Well. A Round Rock man is charged with sexually assaulting a child after police say he posted video evidence on Facebook. <gasps> KXAN's Phil Prazen has the latest from Round Rock. 22-year-old Francisco Margrafias posts selfies and pics of his car on Facebook. Police say he posted something criminal one November night when they say a 16-year-old girl came to his home on Nicole Circle in Round Rock. Margrafias offered drugs and alcohol. And took full advantage of her and then unfortunately filmed that with his uh, cell phone and then posted it on Facebook. When the victim's mother tried to get her daughter on the line, there was no answer. She went on Facebook and was shocked by what she saw. Police say the mother found a video posted by Margrafias of her daughter. Unconscious, naked from head to toe, Margrafias touching and taunting her with no response. There may be a pride factor involved, you never can really tell, uh, but I think there's a, a bragging rights, if you will, to put that stuff out there. Perhaps they want to draw attention to themselves uh, about what they're doing and may even, in some cases, believe in their own mind that what they've done is not illegal or wrong. Later, police say the victim called Margrafias with the police in the room, where he admitted the sexual assault claiming she wouldn't remember because she was asleep at the time. Margrafias is in jail on a $40,000 bond. Phil Prazen, KXAN News. Well, police tell us they encourage parents to monitor their children's social... Um, so, guess the race of Francisco Paco Margrafias. Check the chat room to see what they believe he is. Uh, what happened? In my guess the race post. Oh, I didn't see it. Let me see. All right, so I'll put it over here. Thank you. I thought I don't know why I didn't post. Um, yeah, I don't know. Nothing's coming on in the chat room for me. Something wrong with the chat room? Uh, can they still hear us? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I can't see anything in the chat. Um, let me refresh mine. Uh, see if that'll refresh it. Now I'll just go back. Maybe when I control out, delete it, something happened. I don't know. But if it's happening for your computer. Um, Spreecast might just be having an issue. And if so, then we have to wrap up the show. <laughs> Apparently so. Yeah, Spreecast won't reload for me. Is it reloading for you? I'm still in it. I ain't taken did, did I leave? Out. Uh, I see you up in the corner, but I don't think you're there. Like, like you're in the corner. Yeah. But it's black. Um, yeah, I'm trying to join through either... Oh, Spreecast, like, you know what? No, that's enough live. Y'all been on too long. Well, they had this issue a while ago that had the same, similar thing, and I, they fixed it right away. I don't know. 
all right well look guys uh we've been out here long enough um <laughs> you'll probably hear this later, later yeah hear this live yeah. uh chat room we, we do apologize you couldn't get all your races out there we know you've been practicing all week yeah i know you're gonna say some racist ass shit um <laughs> and some of you were prepared to go two for two but uh we're gonna wrap this bad boy up yes we are and uh we'll uh yeah because he can't get back in now yeah i can't get back in the chat now nah, the chat uh everything stopped working so everything froze on my end too i don't know what's happening yeah we'll we'll save sword ratchetness for tomorrow <laughs> another day and we'll talk to you guys later um so uh until tomorrow make sure you guys go to tweaked audio.com code tbgwt till tomorrow i love you i love you too baby Mwah. <laughs>